welcome, fiends, to Handle Whiskey, presented by the Slashing Cast Podcast Network. Our show discusses horror movies and the phobias that they emphasize. With me tonight, as always, are my co-hosts, Holly, Hooch, and John. And uh, you know, not only that, but we also have a returning guest tonight. Uh, so first up, let me introduce our returning guest. We have Grindhouse. So, Grind, good to have you back after... Uh, and I'm kind of surprised that you're here, given the fact that, you know, last night... Uh, did it really go according to like what you thought we were going to be doing? But uh, you know, sometimes they got to throw a curveball in there. <laughs> yeah, watching Sharkula, I'll, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I have not laughed that hard in a long time. <laughs> like there was a couple of times I literally fell out of my chair. I was laughing so hard. Um, and if it wasn't for the paper mache shark, <laughs> it was for it was for Dracula taking a stroll across a sunny meadow in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. So it was fantastic, but which, which is why I keep coming back. <laughs> yeah. You know, like the whole time, just like, yeah, okay. Just, you know, give me humanoids. So I was like, Oh man, sorry. I got, we, I, I, this is the only week I actually had planned out in advance. Cause you know, normally it's like Tuesday, I hop and I'm like, Oh, what's out this week. And you know, I'll throw something on, uh, but, you know, Amityville in Space finally came out. And, you know, the primary reason why I wanted to do that is, one, uh, I'm a masochist. <laughs> so I was like, let's watch a couple of B-movies that I uh, I have set expectations for, but I, I didn't. My, my thought process going in was I want to see if they're at or below what I had as the worst ranked movies that I've seen this year. Uh, and I will happily say neither of them fell below the Requin bar. <laughs> which is my worst uh, ranked film so far this year. Uh, But it was so funny comparing these two movies because they're from the same distributor. They have the same (laughs) film crew. And, you know, Sharkula, yes, it was a B-movie, but uh, the camera had a really hard time having any sort of focus when there was more than one thing in the view of the camera for whatever reason. Whereas with Amityville in Space, it was crystal clear... Uh, throughout, so you didn't, you didn't get to see the side by side comparison. <laughs> well, did you notice at all though? It seemed like when they had the the fire goddess on screen <laughs> swinging her fire, that was shot by a drone in like 4K, mm-hmm. and then they went back to the rest of the movie, and it was like VHS, baby. <laughs> I, it was like, like wow. I mean, so it's like I think they spent their whole budget on shooting the fire goddess scenes, but like I that, said, that I, <laughs> I I laughed. I like I laughed. Like I have not laughed in a long time. Totally worth it. Totally worth it. Just to just to see it and just take in the experience. So yeah, you know, like I add said, in, add in another movie on your list for twenty two releases. <laughs> damn right. Yep. Damn right. Yep. Nah. Well, it's too bad Holly and John weren't there for uh, for that experience because uh, it was uh, a one night only affair. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, here we are, guys. Aquaphobia slowly winding down and kind of kind of going back to the roots of uh, another creature feature again after we had just reviewed Alligator this past week. Yeah, that was a... Yeah, do you know... And... Oh. I was going to say that was I'm sorry, a lot go ahead, Holly. <laughs> alligator. Oh, al- alligator, is, alligator is fantastic. Um, I it, To jump back one step, A, the... The phobia thing that you do is brilliant, my friend. It is absolutely brilliant. Um, it, it it takes horror and people that love horror to like a new place because if if water maybe isn't one of your things, then maybe maybe you aren't down for like this four weeks or whatever. Um, 
water is a phobia for me. Like I have a morbid fucking fear of drowning. Morbid. Um, then you throw in an alligator, a creature from the Black Lagoon, a humanoid from the and deep, you're getting raped. a leviathan, and it's like, oh, <laughs> God. I'm getting raped. Um, <laughs> uh, well, exactly. I'm drowning and I'm being raped from a humanoid from the deep. It's like, ugh. Um, so, but then, like, you know, just talking about the creature features, um, I think... <sighs> I think that there's so many creature features now, especially the older ones that are so overlooked um, and people don't give them the credit that they deserve. Um, creature from the Black Lagoon. I hadn't watched that in forever. I hadn't watched that forever. And I watched it with you guys and I was like, my God, this movie is, this movie is so great. It's so great, you know? And I just, but it's really easy to dismiss the older stuff. It's just like, well, that was back then. It's not going to be any good. Um, and there were so many things that Holly said about it, about like the guys in the tight white shorts. And it's like, we're so bravado. And it's like, we're just going to come in here. We're going to save the day. And, but like, that's kind of what it was back then. And it just, but it's, when you watch it again and you, you, you sort of, and this is going to be a stupid sentence, but if you let it in, if you let it in and you just like digest yeah. a little bit, it's so great. They're just so great. You know? So, I mean, like I've been, I've been absolutely digging aquaphobia. I mean, it is so it's it's for me personally it's so spot on um and the movies that you picked are just absolutely i mean they're just great i mean I, thank you 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 have a way and, and and i don't i don't know how you guys do this and it's honestly a little bit annoying that you guys do this so well that you pick you pick movies that find a way like i hadn't watched the host in forever i hadn't watched it in forever and then i didn't stay awake the one night to watch it but then it was like damn it, I feel like I missed something. So I got to go back and I got to watch it again. So I watched a movie and then I listened to your podcast about, and it was just like, oh, God, you, you guys know what you're doing. And it's super frustrating because you're so damn good at it. Thanks. It's just so damn it's good It's the at. beer. <laughs> I was going to say, for the host, <laughs> before that we just recorded the beat down, and I was like, guys, was Movie review of the night, and my friend was here. We were partying, and okay, oh, that was Morticia, yes. right? That yeah. was She's Morticia. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I'm to be perfectly honest, I'm fine with it being the beer because I was listening to uh, right at the end. John was talking a little bit about um, humanoids from the deep, and how, and I'm going to quote him here, how rapey it was, and it was, it was definitely rapey. <laughs> there's, there's no getting around that. But that was such a that was such a consequential statement to me where I was just like watching the movie and, and watching everything that, that like happens to all the people there. I mean, I think there are a grand total of two women, possibly three female cast members in the entire film that don't magically get their tops ripped off. I think uh, the older lady. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, for probably for obvious reasons, but I mean, it's like, I never, again, seen this movie when I was 10 years old for the first time. Like I, I understood what it was, but like now that I'm not 10 years old anymore, this whole movie, it might be one of the most hypersexual movies I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like there is just so much, I mean, it's just, it's about either fishing or getting laid. There's, there's not a yeah, lot of other like, not being profound rapey, topics. They're consensually having sex. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, yeah. It, that or feeding your dog. I was trying to feed the dog, and the dog's gone. 
It's a feature. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely a feature of the movie. It, like, I think the writer or the director or whoever, maybe it was Roger Corman himself, said this. I, no, this it was it was Barbara. Means. It was Barbara Peters. And, Barbara Peters and, it was directed by uh, a woman. Not quite, was, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, to, to an extent. Not, yeah. To all an extent, said, yeah, all yeah, we'll call it that. Was given to like a second director. Oh, was, really? I yeah, who was story. like the the assistant to the, the the director or something like that? I forget his name. Oh, that's a that's so, a good point. Yeah, I, I can't think I can't think of right it either, in. but it was like yeah, yeah we should, uh... it's, it's really interesting. This movie is actually so it's got so many different really interesting elements to it. So we're up here in Northern California, and I hadn't seen this movie since I was a kid as well. And so uh, watching it, you know, immediately you're like, that's Mendocino. That's Murder, She Wrote Country. <laughs> and so super excited. I'm a big fan of Mendocino. And we're both, I mean, John here is a is a local. I moved here about 17 years ago. So big fan, right? Mm-hmm. And so that was uh, very exciting. And then all of the locations that are mentioned, they're actually real places too. There's not like made up towns. It's not like Cabot Cove. Yeah, it sounds like a made up town, but it's a real place. <laughs> yeah, we looked it up. I was like, what a stupid name. Oh, it's real. <laughs> yeah, Noyo, California. Noyo, California. And I swear, I think I saw, I must have seen an edited version of this movie when I was a kid, when I initially saw this, because I don't remember it being so graphic and having so much nudity in it. So maybe I saw a TV version. I thought I had rented it. Was it like, you know, 20 minutes long? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you take out the boobs and the fuzz, this movie's like 20 minutes long. Yeah. It's for just, yeah. the old people, uh, for those of us who are older, this is one of those movies that I definitely remember seeing on the rack <laughs> of the video store all the time. There were certain movies at the video stores around my area where that would always just be on the rack and it looked right. like nobody ever rented them. They just sat there for years. And Humanoids from the Deep was definitely one of those movies where I always saw it and wondered about it, but never saw it, and then I saw it later. But I think, I, like I said, I think I saw it. And just the gotcha, yeah, just just the poster though. The poster for this movie it's is yeah, it's great. It's enticing. It's enticing. Like I mean, like it would make you want to go to your blockbuster and be like, "Well, I could probably watch yeah. this." I mean. But then, like to John's point, it gets a little rapey. So the like, thing yeah. was that so this okay. movie was originally called like uh, the the deep the dark deep or deep What's monsters. That? Uh, no, that's, that's monsters. It was well, called monsters, monsters. Was like the the European right. and like Japanese yep. title. It was like beneath yep. the something like that. The darkness beneath like or beneath, beneath the darkness, okay. and that was the film that Barbara Peters was directing. And so when you see it being just a very straightforward serious film, like those are her parts. And she apparently uh, Corman had told her like, well. The women get raped and the dudes die horribly. And she was like, got it. But, you know, her her murder scenes for the dudes were really above and beyond great. But mm-hmm. then her rape scenes were very um, suggestive as in like, you know, oh, the camera pans away. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. And <laughs> respectful, if you will. And so Corman like really didn't enjoy that. And so he actually hired a second crew, which was just made up of the three monster suits and a bunch of naked girls and the assistant director who, you know, got promoted to do all of the rape scenes. And, uh, and so all of the nudity and the rape scenes were done by the second crew, which is why, I mean, I didn't pick up on it myself. I just sort of thought it was a, a, a strategy 
you know, applied to the movie where like we're, mm-hmm. th- this is how we're going to approach these two different types topics within the movie. But I mean, once you, somebody points out like, no, like these scenes were made by one director and these other scenes were made by another. And apparently Barbara Peters was pretty upset about it. But in the end, you know, her name remained on it. Right, right. But, you know, you told me, John, that Corman was known for giving carte blanche to his directors. Mm-hmm. So long as they were showing giving, a lot of TNA. Yeah, as long as they were producing what he wanted, they, he pretty much would let them do what they wanted from what I hear. But yeah, he, I didn't, I never heard that story before. I didn't realize yeah. that was the case. It didn't feel disjointed to me watching it. Yeah. Like it was chopped it up just by two. Feel, it just felt like a different, like a strategy. Like mm-hmm. the, it was on purpose. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so diving in, Totally, totally diving in. Um, when they start at the fishing docks and you've got all these, I mean, what I can only describe as a bunch of like beer swollen rednecks, you know, going out and, 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 and doing their, doing their fishing thing. And then they have the, uh, the, the younger Native American guy come out, Johnny Eagle, who is, let's face it, fucking awesome. I mean, he's just, he is like the, I mean, he's kind of the movie's badass. If yeah, you really think yeah. about it, he is the movie's badass. Um, you know, and just, but I, I was kind of struck by like out of the gate, like really out of the gate, they have this, there's this profound, and I I don't even want to, if I want to call it racism thing, but there's this like, yeah, like everybody's supposed to hate this guy, but like, you can tell like kind of out of the gate that like slattery is just this, you know, fucking bushy haired mullet wearing fucking redneck guy who is just, you know, he's just, he's just going to be a dick through the entire movie. You can kind of tell. Well, early on in the movie, they set up that all those dogs get murdered except for the native American guy's dog. And so all the hit guys think that he's the one who killed everyone. For some reason, they think he just went crazy and killed everybody's dog. Which is, I mean, this movie, like, was uh, strong enough to do two really, you know, uh, taboo things, which was not even just killing a dog. Like, it killed a bunch bunch of dogs. (laughs) And then secondly, it killed a kid, like, right away. So, (laughs) I mean, you always have to appreciate it when they they throw a kid to a monster right (laughs) in the first. Well, and that whole scene, though, that whole scene, um, did anybody get, like, as they're on the boat and they've got the, like, the stuck net, whatever else, did anybody else get a Jaws vibe? Oh, yeah, of, of course. Mm-hmm. Definitely. The block, the block and tackle at the end of the pole and they're just and they're pulling and things are going to break and whatever else. And, that was totally a Jaws and vibe. And they, so they, they, I mean, they, they were kind of playing the music. Right. Uh, the sort of, not yeah. the Turner music, but that sort of... <laughs> Upbeat adventure music. What's it, James Horner? Uh, Is that no, his name? No, uh, no, John Williams. Well, no, she's talking about the composer. The composer oh, for, for this movie, movie. Yeah. I was thinking that's James Jaws. Horner. Yep, yeah. Uh, is it James? Yeah. John Williams. Yeah. Yeah. This is his like first movie, one of his first movies, yep. and um, the special effects was done uh, by the guy who did the thing, and it was like his first movies too. One of his first movies too. So it's like this. Like I was saying, this movie has fucking layers. Yeah, it's interesting as fuck. So, uh, but I mean, like, no, to your point, I mean, um, you know, they, they have this element of, uh, these are, they, they present the good guys and the, and the bad guys and the, the bad guys are the ones that are racist and trying to also start that cannery, which incidentally is where all the issues started from with growth hormones for salmon. I, that's not, I don't yeah. want I don't, I don't care. 
It's basically piranha. Because <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> like, there's because the, the creatures are prehistoric yeah. Yeah. in the movie. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's it's literally which is so funny because like throughout Aquaphobia, you know, it feels like just about every week we're talking about like, oh yeah, like this uh, movie was offered to Joe Dante to direct, but he turned it down. Humanoids from the Deep was also one of those movies. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, much well, like it's... Alligator was. Go figure. You know. Yeah. The whole. Well, but yeah, but this movie, when it, when it comes to creature features, I mean, it's, and I get it. This one is a bit on the fringe and there's, there's a couple of reasons as to why it's on the fringe, but it's, you know, same year as alligator. I mean, it's, you know, only a couple of years, well, a couple, three, four, five, six years after jaws. But I mean, it has a lot of the same elements where, you know, they're setting up this big, like this big, like this is what's going to happen later thing. I mean, because like the boat, the boat explosion in in the first probably fifteen minutes of the movie. Um, the surprising thing is the boat explosion is really not that big a deal to the people of like this cove. <laughs> just like, well, that happened. Yep, just it, it blew up and nobody oh, survived. Yeah. <laughs> so we should have a party. That's what we should do. We should have a big party. Celebrating you know, whatever, I didn't that you know, right. yeah, the no ho salmon days yeah, or whatever, or as that one reporter calls them, the salmon, the salmon days. Yeah, I was just gonna, but it was just kind of unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's supposed to be a small town, right? So it's in a small town, you would think that people. something. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly, but in this small town, it's like you'd think people would just be like, "Wait a minute, time out." <laughs> should we go check? We should on probably the like investigate. <laughs> it's the same yeah. case for Jaws. I mean, nothing was going to stop the Fourth of July celebration. Exactly. Yep. This is like Little Mendocino, not yep. even this is Noyo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People have come from over fifty miles to go to their festival. But, uh, uh, oh, yeah, I was going to yep. say, I really like that scene, the, the opening scene with the with the explosion, particularly because at first you see this sort of abusive dad with his, like, little, like, what I, I, I'm assuming is, like, a 10-year-old boy. And at first I'm thinking, like, oh, leave him alone. Just leave the kid alone. But then the kid is such a fuck-up. I mean, like, he's pouring gasoline, doesn't really secure the cap. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, get it together, kid. And then he immediately dies, and I was like, well, that's what you get. Yeah, but the, the kid was like the captain of the boat. He was like, doing, oh, he was doing everything. He was doing everything. They're having like a little kid do all the work on the boat. Hey, man, that's boat living. Although I really enjoyed that. Not the captain, but I guess the the driver, the navigator, had like that nice fisherman beard, no mustache thing going on. Mm-hmm. You don't see that a lot. No, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I. I, I, I... I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just, oh. Well, yeah, but then, like, even, like, even when, when the kid goes in the water, one of the things that I noted, it was, like, like, the blood that came out, that was such great mm-hmm. blood. That was just such nice, great, thickness, vibrant blood. Good color, didn't yeah, get, like, just, diluted oh, it was too just, quickly. The jaws effect. Yeah, it was just fantastic. Yeah, but it's, like, even with the creature being caught in the net, it's, like, I, I you know, nobody still really knows what's going on, you know, so it's, like, you have the you have the block and tackle from Jaws. It's getting stretched and bent and whatever else. And then it's like all this stuff happens. And it's like, you know, let's tie this up to the cleat. And it's like if you ever watch Jaws, you've heard the word cleat about nine hundred <laughs> times. Um, and you know, and then but then when everything happens, it's like the one guy comes stumbling out with his flare gun, and it's like he trips and falls, and then just <clears throat> and it's like all is forgotten, you know. And, and let's let's go on to I our like party. I like how on the net you know? I didn't I didn't you know? I I was wondering how. 
this movie was going to introduce the creature because in the creature from the Black Lagoon, they did a lot of hand stuff where it's like, here's my mitt. Oh, here comes my mitt again. They do that for like the first 10, 15 minutes of the movie before they show the creature. But, uh, and they did, Very this, reminiscent. One, they did yep. this completely agree. In this movie for about yep. eh, like eh, a couple minutes. They, they show them pretty quick. But uh, I did like the, the little nod. In fact, it's a big nod. I mean, this yeah. whole movie is what if the creature from the yeah. Black Lagoon could fuck? <laughs> Well, if there were yeah. multiple creatures. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and so, incidentally, yeah. this is supposed to be hundreds and hundreds of creatures, but they only had three suits, and only one of them was really good for the camera. The rest had to be, like, it from a distance. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was pretty hilarious, yep. too. <laughs> yeah, and he still couldn't see for shit. Yeah. <laughs> which, which is why, like, any time there's a rape scene, and, you know, there's just... It, I'm not going to say flailing, but a lot of, like, blind grabbing, yeah. you know? So it's just, like, a teenager who doesn't know what the fuck they're He's doing. A lot of pawing. A lot of pawing. <laughs> <laughs> they know to go for that frisier top. Well, that's the... Well, but to Holly's, to Holly's point about how when those scenes pop up, the men are just majestically murdered, and the women... The, the creatures come in with their claws and they just are, are surgical in removing their tops. Yeah, they're so good they're, at it. They're surgical. <laughs> just like, boom, boobs. <laughs> and it's like, but the guys are like dead and bleeding on the side. I just, I, I, I love that part of it. I just love it. It's just like, because if I was a creature with like elongated two by four arms, that's exactly what right, I would Right, those arms I mean, are so long. Yeah. They have so much dexterity. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they set, so they set up a mystery of the, the murdered dogs and the the Native American guy who may have done it, and mm-hmm. then there's like a big argument in the clubhouse. Beat to shit by the guy in the pearl. Yeah, he gets like my up. father-in-law. Which and just to jump ahead real quick, he gets beat up and then has a black eye throughout the entire Chinatown movie. style. <laughs> yeah, we were thinking it yep, was like yep. Chinatown, basically. Because in continuity, ev- right? In every movie, if somebody gets a black eye or an injury, it's gone within a couple of scenes, and then they're reset back to normal. But the, he, they actually kept the continuity of this guy's black eye throughout the entire. I know you brought it up like three times. I was like, shit, we should talk about that. Then I, it threw me off. <laughs> I, I was, I'm so used to injuries disappearing from characters in movies that when when I kept seeing it, I got thrown off because I thought something had happened that I missed. I was like, why is he still? Why is his face so messed up? <laughs> mm-hmm. It's either that or they forgot what side that they had it on and then they do the opposite. Didn't it get worse? I feel like in the next scene, which was the scene where they go off to that little cottage in the middle of nowhere, um, it's way more swollen and like ridiculous. I was like, you should go see a doctor. I think his eye's going to fall out. (laughs) But uh, but no, it gets better, I guess. No, I know. I, I was I was I was trying to pay attention to some of like the details of this movie and especially when the people were looking for we're looking for the dog, and then they, they kind of found it on the beach. But then they they literally, they hard cut, they like hard cut to all of the rednecks pulling into town. And they had their, their pickup truck, and it's loaded full of beer, right, for the mm-hmm. fishing boat. So so I paused this scene, and I counted the cases of beer in the back of that <laughs> truck. If my math is right, there were 40 cases of beer in the back of that oh truck for like – six guys on a boat <laughs> and i'm like you know what i like to drink but holy oh, shit yeah, <laughs> 40 cases of beer well God see here's damn. the thing they weren't catching any fish they needed to do something right like 
Well, no, I'm down with the fishing and drinking <laughs> thing, but 40 cases of beer for six dudes? That's a little Jesus excessive. <laughs> That's eight cases of beer per dude for like how long? I mean, I'm I mean, like a couple of days? Six cases of beers. Ah, Jesus. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. And then, and then like you, you jump, you jump ahead a little bit. Yeah. And then like all of a sudden, all the dogs are dying. And it's like every dog dies except for John. That's Lucas just because he doesn't hang dog. with those guys. <laughs> well, no, I, and I agree with that too. But it's like that. Then they're like, well, you know what? Guess what, boys? We got a problem, you know? And so then they jump a little bit more ahead. And then all of a sudden, you are looking through the window into the bathroom of a very scantily clad young lady. Like, and it looks like it's Valentine's Day. That's what I was guessing. I thought it was Valentine's Day. I'm not sure if you guys caught that. She got the kind of red and black and oh, was just right. like, you know, um, and that made like next to no sense to me, um, <laughs> which is fine. It's a, it's, you know, it's kind of a B horror movie. That's just, there's some things that just don't make a ton of sense. Um, there was something about the meat fork that she had <laughs> when she was walking through the house. Um, that was just. What was yeah? What happened? With that? She yeah. was the one that was dating the dude in the cutoffs on the beach, and then <laughs> oh, yeah. he got dragged and killed, and then she got taken and raped and yeah. impregnated. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, and my favorite part too is like they're frolicking in the water, and I'm like, "Hold the phone! Is this not Mendocino? Is that fucking water not fucking freezing?" It yeah. was. I think they want. They didn't want people to realize that. So. Roger Corman and those, they would have been in LA in Southern California, which has yeah. warm beaches and sunny skies and everything. But in Northern California, where this movie is filmed, it's going to be gray skies and cold outside in the water. Murder, she wrote. Mm -hmm. She was always in a fucking sweater. Yeah. Although, you and know, I'd take good money to see her in this too. <laughs> and the water's going to be like. Gotta love, gotta love Angela Lansbury. You gotta love her. <laughs> But the water's going to be like 45, 50 degrees. Yeah, and those are good actors. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't really frolic in no. the water or at the beach in that bikini there. I was watching like a little mini documentary about this movie, and apparently the makeup artist uh, had to go and fix the actress's lips because they turned blue from the cold water. Yeah, they were shooting at like 7 o'clock yeah, in the morning. Yeah, and so he had to go and like make them <laughs> like, you know, human lips again. Yeah. That was pretty hilarious. And you can see, what's funny is that you can see that it's not a traditional warm beach environment. It's all yeah. trees and fog. And, and guys in puffer vests. Yeah, and everybody's wearing <laughs> flannel. Or everybody's wearing flannel and down vests, as you did in the 80s. Except for anybody <laughs> under the age of 25. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, they were they they were all in bikinis and they were it was so cold you could like hang your keys on their nipples when you walked in the house. Yeah, you'd just be like, Okay, I'm home I'm, I'm sure home. Honey. Yep. That. Like, <laughs> just yeah, hang it. Yeah. Well I did. <laughs> so I I was I was okay with it. <laughs> but I mean that was kind of if you followed the whole movie though, I mean that was kind of one of their themes for the whole thing. It was like and I think you nailed it. Like all the guys always had flannel and puffer vests on, they were always dressed really warm and all the ladies were like that's fine. Here. It's absolutely fine. I guess I'll fine. throw on a I shirt just, if yeah. I have to. But it's probably also the difference between the stuff shot by the original yeah. director and then the stuff added on. That is, is true. The, probably all Although the even stuff. the stuff with from the original director Barbara Peters, like there, I think I identified only like one or two women that were below the age of like thirty. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, above the age of like 30. So there was like the mayor's wife, who was an elderly lady, 
And then at the party scene, there were, I'm assuming one or two, because I'm not quite sure I saw them. And so like all of the women, I mean, again, this is very typical of movies anyway. Like, you know, all the dudes are in their fifties and sixties and then all the girls are in their 20, 20, mid twenties. Right. But, um, well, that's why I was, uh, you know, when you're growing up and you're watching these movies, all you see is the sex and not the connotations. And so you, you get real excited and you get real you know, excited about the, the, the horror and the nudity and the sex and like, Oh my gosh, what if a fish man had sex? But then like, I was watching it again and like, this movie's a little problematic. <laughs> I mean, like, oh my gosh. That's just, that's just called living your best life. That's what that's called. Just living your best life. I mean, because well, even when they even when they get on to the um, – so they're, they, they go and they're forward a little bit and they're at the big – the big like the first big town party that they've had after all these weird happenstances. And they're introducing the um, um, the cannery people, right? Yeah, Canco. And <laughs> what an Canco, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and the – the mayor, the mayor of the town introduces um, the chief scientist lady as a great little scientist. Oh, oh, She's just a great I little scientist. That. I mean, I mean, and I was, and I'm not, I'm not here or there on things, but I'm like, that might be one of the most misogynistic things I've ever heard in my entire life. She's a great little scientist. Wink, wink, oh, you see her ass. Like, wow. I mean, <laughs> you know, no, well, exactly. Yeah. And then there's all this music and it's like, you had this little like banjo band that's just like, and it's like, I mean, because I mean, you know, I mean, really in life, nothing sets a tone like a banjo, right? I mean, just nothing sets a tone. Um, but then it's like you have, um, you have this like younger couple who's out in the parking lot, and it's like they're in the back of a pickup truck with a topper, and, th- and this guy's getting set to, yeah, you know, and it's like, so I'm thinking to myself, if I'm in my city. You know, and they're having a big festival. The first thing that I'm going to do is park my car right next to the like the You're town not hall. In that city. And I, and You're in the town of and, and, and I'm gonna, population three thousand, <laughs> which is probably a legitimate argument. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm thinking I'm probably my first thought is I'm not going to plow this chick in front of That's city hall. I'm just not going to do it. Especially <laughs> it's yeah. just is that it's Eric? Just, it's just too much. Yeah. And- yeah, I mean, oh, it's just and it's just crazy, you know. And then they go on to talking about like, um, as soon as um, Johnny Eagle comes in and he's got his dog, which is oh. awful, honestly. Just watching that, it was just awful. And I'm like, I'm really hoping that wasn't an actual dead I really dog. I really got it. That'd be like, really rough. I need a dead I, dog. I, well, sir, we have a live dog. I well, but I. <laughs> but again, but again, small town, whatever else. It doesn't seem like it would be that tall of an order to order up a dead dog. Just doesn't seem like it's that much of a stretch, um, but then they, they talked about like doing things. We're gonna do things by the law, right? And that's, and that I think is where like the big, the big um, good versus yeah. bad comes in. Like this is where we like we kind of start that like. You're supposed to put a lot of respect they go outside. for Johnny Eagle because like he's so he's oppressed, but yet he will stick by the law, and he wouldn't hurt your dogs, but you would hurt his dog. So, yeah, they're painting him as this. I thought it would have been, he was a pretty big character, of course, but considering the buildup, I would have sort of assumed a little bit bigger role. And in fact, didn't you also say, like, it's like, I don't know who to, like, I don't know who the star is in this show. There's no, <laughs> there's no main character. Not even Troy movie. McClure. <laughs> not Troy McClure, not. Well, it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, McClure. Tr- it's, it, 
It's the humanoids. The humanoids yeah. are the star of the show. They really are. They get the most screen time by far. Yeah, they have the, by most, far, action. the most screen time. But, um, yep. Yeah, yeah, and they're totally. they're not they're not getting their lights punched out after fucking in the back of the pickup. <laughs> well, and it, well, and, and to be honest, to be honest, they get la- they get laid the most too. So. They do. And also that, that uh, pickup sex scene, I always thought like it was such an awkward scene where you're making out with this girl, you're you know you you get into it, and then she's like, "Hey, man, I think there's somebody outside. I think there's a problem." And he's like, "Shut up!" And I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> Don't you want to be nicer to the girl? Oh no, I've totally, I've, I've, I've totally been there. When there was somebody outside, guess what? It was a cop. <laughs> so it's like you had to, you had to stop and be like, "Well, shit, okay, party's over." Yeah, I mean, it's not. You don't just your roll your eyes and go, "Come on, baby." Well, yeah, exactly. And they have, the town hall <laughs> is sort of weird because it's sort of like a bar restaurant town hall where everybody That's hangs out all the time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, That's hilarious. It, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, in a town like that, there probably is just the one place where everybody hangs out, basically. But oh, no, no, totally. But that that town hall, and then like the ensuing fist fight that they have. Did did anybody else get a little bit of a Footloose vibe from yes. that? Yes. Like the end of like the end of Footloose. <laughs> like I'm like it's just like nobody actually really got hurt, and we didn't really actually settle yeah. anything. But like. I feel like I got a little bit on top of it, yeah. you know? Like, just, okay, all right. Well, it's just a enough. couple of punches, even though it was, like, 4v1 against Johnny Eagle. Well, yeah, jo- well, the then, numbers, but, but then, like, well, yeah, exactly, yeah, it was five on, it was five on one, and then and Jim steps in, and Jim starts punching yeah. everybody. Well, and then the poor the poor kid in the back of the truck is just trying to get leg got popped in the chops just because he opened the door. Let's go down. I love how, like, 30 minutes later, the sheriff comes out. All right, everybody quit it. Like Jesus. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. Two first. shots in the air. That's enough, boys. <laughs> and if, if I remember right, <laughs> and if I remember right too, it was allowed that whole situation was allowed to go on for a really long time. Yeah. And everybody was out there mm-hmm. watching it. Yep. And then the sheriff just sort of intervenes after yeah. a while. Like he's just like gonna it's a hang long while. Yeah. Like my wife said something was going on out here. <laughs> totally. But I, yeah, that was interesting. And then I guess that wasn't the big, I mean, that was just a party. It wasn't the big festival. No, I guess no, it was yeah, just a not free the party. Festival, yeah. uh, or that might have been the memorial service for the explosion that happened on the bay earlier that day. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it was. It was a memorial service. <laughs> that was nuts. That was fucking but definitely they were, tr- they were trying to get that feel for of Jaws with the yeah. small town, the small fishing town. Of course, the theme with these movies from this era is that everybody's trying to make their version of Jaws. Everybody's trying to get a piece. And you know what? Who could blame them, right? I mean, like, that's exactly what happens. One movie makes it really big. It just becomes a format for everybody yeah. else. And because people still enjoy it. I mean... Honestly, we were just talking about the creature features that Grindhouse, you were saying, got overlooked. And yeah, a lot of these have been really fantastic. I mean, Piranha's really great. Alligator's been really great. Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's, um, you know, it makes sense. And it being, and Jaws, I mean, being kind of the big first blockbuster. Yeah. You know, everybody was like, oh my God, we could make millions of dollars by doing our version. With a very little budget. Mm-hmm. We just got to sell the sex. Exactly. And that's the thing, Jaws didn't sell sex. No, yeah. no. Yeah, no. not at no. all. So this is human noise was like it's like Jaws but with boobs. And something that really <laughs> occurred to me when I was watching this movie was that uh 
so I'm not a huge fan of the Friday of the 13th movies, <gasps> but uh, those movies were very much targeted by the MPAA, the rental, rental, the ratings board mm-hmm. with that rates movies. And they would constantly have to cut out and cut out and cut out uh, sex and violence from those movies to get them to rated R from rated X. And when you watch those movies, those early Friday the 13th movies, the first three or four of them, there is far less sex, nudity, and violence than in this movie. And I sort of feel like their focus was so much on those Friday the 13th movies <laughs> yeah. that a movie Humanoid like Humanoids right was by. able to slip right under the radar and get all kinds of <laughs> violence and gore. And, and there boobs. were so many boobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, more. like, in my life, I've never shown boobs to a ventriloquist and yet this happened in this movie. That's fucking nuts, man. Those are some really nice boobs. That's... That, that whole scene, I'm just thinking... This would never play out in real life. No. <laughs> I don't think the trip plays out. Yeah, do you want to see my dummy? Do you want to see my dummy? You know, it just makes me, it just makes me think of, like, the quote, like, I can make it talk. <laughs> it's something. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, yeah, that was, oh, uh... Oh, would have been funny if you Oh, my God. The, the, the puppet, and then... The humanoids took a cue. Ah. <laughs> the humanoids tried to have sex with his, his ventriloquist <laughs> <Yes>. doll. <laughs> they were trying to have sex with everything else. Not basically. everything, just that really attractive. Which, incidentally, there's no way in such a small town there's so many hot, like, oh my god, That just made me think... I never thought... This, that made me think of a really horrifying concept. What's that? <laughs> I, I, this didn't occur to me, and I almost don't even want to say it, but I'll, I'll let you all imply it so that you can... Just say it, John. Okay, so if the humanoids from the deep, see, their main goal was... they. So they were kind of like having sex, mm-hmm. and they were having sex with the women. And the mm-hmm. first thing we see in the story is all the dead dogs. Does that mean that the humanoids from the deep... We're trying to have sex with the female We're trying dogs. to have sex with the dogs and killed them. That's a long shot. I mean, no, logically. no, no, not at all. Not at all. I think it was <laughs> dogs. No, no, the dogs, the dogs were protectors. Yeah, That's they, what were, they were, yeah, they were, yeah. they were and so it was, it was basically, <laughs> it was basically taking out the castle guard, <laughs> taking the castle guard out. That's I, I what they were. That, yeah, yep. they were just the alarm system yeah. that they were taking yep. out. The humanoids killed them so that they could yep. get to the <laughs> But you know what? I want to bet, I wouldn't put it past them. I bet they tried. You're right. I bet they had. I'm sure that's actually fun. We can't assume that the humanoids possibly, but that's just weird. First of all, somehow more weird than being a sea creature raping guy. Yeah. The reason that I was calling this movie problematic is not just like because you know we were having this conversation T earlier about you're like you know you know Mm -hmm. rape revenge movies have a lot more explicit rape scenes and I was like yes but there's like the revenge part of it you know like this like movie kind of like it just kind of makes it very kind of casual that like oh also they get raped and so you know what i mean it's such mm-hmm. a, like a casual approach to rape that i was like this feels this it's kind of wrong well and you then, know well part of part of it too though it's just like they don't they don't stay on it you know because in this one it's you know you see like the two three seconds mm-hmm. where i supposed to like last on the left or i spit on your grave it's a very lengthy scene but, to like right, really drive the nail home. But every they're time. they're focusing on the horrifying fact of rape. 
And this is even more horrifying because you're talking about like humanoids from the deep, but yet it's like very sexy. Look at these boobs, you know, like that kind of shit, you know. Which is very typical, too, which is like, you know. I mean, the thing is, and not to like, not to make excuses for it, but I feel like it was, they were just not thinking it through. No, not at all. Roger Corman was like, hey, we need to get more boobs and violence into this. And so how can we do that? Hey, what? Like the monsters pull their shirts off. Yeah, And and they want to have sex. But also that kind of speaks to the very casual. Yeah, yeah. and the fa- and it speaks to the time that this movie was made, yes. where they were like, "Hey, here's an easy solution that we can get more boobs into the movie. We'll just have <laughs> the monsters go after the women and, yeah. and be trying to hook up with the women. Yeah, it's such a simple idea. And then, like, if you and if we you follow that track through the whole movie, it's like, okay, sequestered or I'm uh, sorry, uh, raped, sequestered." presumably continuously raped and then uh, has a monster baby that comes out the abdomen. Like, like alien, like this lady is having a really bad day. All right. I wish it was Johnny Eagle just getting his dog killed. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> when, and, and that, well, going, going to the, Oh, go oh, ahead. I was just gonna ahead. Say, yeah. I'm just going to reiterate that that's, they obviously needed to do, they wanted to do their alien tribute and yes. have the, uh, the baby burst out of her stomach. But you, like you were saying, you know, it, it is a lot of like, that was just, a, it was a very casual approach to that. And even um, uh, the, a lot of movies and directors have been called out uh, because of that, you know, in recent years. And Sam Raimi like had a really good sort of apology for it. Just saying like, you know, we it wasn't like a thoughtful Mm. moment and he was like and I because of course the dendrophilia and evil dead <laughs> which is why I know that word <laughs> well but I mean a lot of these horror movies have evolved as time has gone on but like if you if you go to like one of the things that I caught in the dummy scene when they were in the tent on the beach mm-hmm. um, so this guy is just kind of playing his thing and, and, and she's she's taking it off and, and forgive me for saying so she had a fantastic she pair of feet. She had such an amazing rack. Absolutely. A beautiful pair of feet. I felt like um, she was not even of my same face. I was just like, what? Why? <laughs> yeah, so there was a moment, though. There was a moment, though, where... So the, the creature rips, starts ripping through the tent. Did you guys see the dummy's eyes roll? No, I missed it. The dummy, The dummy actually kind of went... Like looked over, like what's going on, you know? And this is like after the guy has been, to your point, Holly, horribly murdered, <laughs> like <laughs> magically, you know. And of course, this girl, she's already like completely naked, and she just like takes off running down the beach, just jiggling all over the place, which was honestly fantastic. Um, but she's running all over the beach, she's running everywhere, and then just runs smack dab into one of these things, and it's like, I'm sorry, I've been, I, I've, I've been on a beach, and 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 honestly. Like how the fuck did you there's not see that? There's nothing else there. <laughs> like, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. There's rocks and seaweed and like a cliff. How did you not see the big four foot long armed monster going? Bleh. How did you not see that? Yeah, you you can understand like running through the woods and like tripping over small branches, but like yes. when you're on the beach yes. and just yeah. running yeah, into like this giant sea monster. Oh yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, one of those cinematic cheats where just because mm. the camera can't see it, you know, doesn't mean that the character shouldn't be able to see it. And it's amazing that like there's so much there's the between the 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 
the nudity and the and the rape like that is so distracting but there's actually a straight up like fucking plot <laughs> this movie i mean uh johnny eagles trying to stop the cannery from opening up and yeah. uh yeah. <laughs> the whole subplot about the cannery and everything. which i guess it didn't i mean once you kill off well I, it stopped mattering after mm -hmm. the humanoids attacked the fe the festival yeah. because then johnny and uh uh perm perm evil dude um he had a perm Slattery. Slattery. Thank you. They Slattery. friends, you know, they yeah. were like, they helped each other and shit. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we should hang out. Yep. Yeah, they, they definitely <laughs> had that vibe. Well, but I mean, even after, after, like, after the whole beach scene, and then they go on to when, you know, Johnny wants to take fucking uh, blonde uh, cutoff guy and his girlfriend back to his place to, like, eat steelheads and do mm -hmm. all that. But then you have Slattery and his... We'll call them his goons. His goons just, just like you know what we got to go up here, and they're just like they're in, like in a boat, just like they're literally like chugging beers and tossing them off the side. Like probably probably part of that 40, 40 case that they had earlier. Um, tossing beers. <laughs> yeah, but then so they, <laughs> then they get to the it, tossing. Okay, that's a thing apparently. Um, but then they get to the you know they get to the uh, to the shed. You know, like to not the shed. That's not right. But to, to where Johnny lives out in the, out on the sticks cabin. Yeah, right. And and they start and they start um, firebombing and doing whatever else. And then the, the the jean shorts guy is like, there's a spot where he just like he manages to climb out of the water, but then like he actually he actually like brains this thing, and they they kind of like start fighting back. And that was like for me that was the point in the movie where it's like okay. These people might actually have yeah, a chance because their you know, brains like, are so like exposed certain... that you just have to hit it really good once. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There, well, there's a spot in the movie where the uh, the great little scientist lady talks about the size of the cranium, and it's like, I'm not an expert, but if I'm like, I'm going to go for something, I'm going to go for the biggest target, and they've got like two bowling ball size head. <laughs> it looks like, like squishy half brain. brain things. Yeah, just hit that. Yeah, mm -hmm. Exactly, and it's like, yeah, I should hit I that. That's probably. I'm not. I'm not going to shoot him in the chest. No. I'm going to shoot yeah. him right yeah. there. Yeah, if that was a video game, that would be the weak. Well, sure. Yeah, it, it would glow. It would glow red. Like <laughs> I should shoot that from here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And if yeah, I'm not I mistaken, just... didn't she also have some lines about the fact that the, their brains were so big that obviously proportionally they were they must have been like super intelligent. If they were so they smart, why didn't they woo the women? Well, exactly. They're just kind of monsters that stomp <laughs> around, grabbing people and killing people and stuff. If they were so smart, like, would they start a sex cult? They're not that smart, yeah. Well, because 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 dinner out takes time and it's expensive. That's why. So well, <laughs> it's just it's just easier to be rapey. Apparently, I, I just yeah. They're like know. you're like they had like a <clears> massive like huddle. They're like, okay, guys, we've been working this out. I think we can just like take them. <laughs> just drag him back. Well, and then, and so then Johnny Eagle sends the one lady back to town in his truck, yeah. right? And she's being attacked all over the place. And there's a spot where she slams on the brakes and that creature like rolls off. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't know if you guys caught this, but then it's like when the creature stands back up, they actually took the same snippet of film and rolled it back. <laughs> Just where he was it. like, because it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, his tail like rolled back up and he was like, I totally stood up. That I that. Hey, oh my <laughs> God. Like, You're guys, come on. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
One yeah. thing I did notice about they have the creatures the... is that they did look pretty mm-hmm. cool. They were pretty good makeup. Those but... big mouths were so unnerving. Mm-hmm. But the only weird, wacky thing about the makeup was that they put peat moss on the costume. A lot. And it's like, I know what that is. Like, that's not... <laughs> that's not that's what, I have that on my diorama, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're not fooling anybody glue yeah. with peat moss on the creature's suit. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. No, absolutely, yeah. And, you know, so then they, they get into... Um, well, two things. First of all, so Jean Shore's girlfriend is being attacked and, you know, and then eventually she goes off the bridge and they have to have the, uh, the, the requisite exploding car scene, mm. right? Cause every, every mm-hmm. car that crashes explodes. Cause that's just, you know what I was, what cause I was it's 1970. Yeah. That's, that's, that's science. Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, it's just science. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but then they fast forward and they pop into town and they have this like, this great what I what I've labeled as the meaning of the minds, and it's all the fucking rednecks that are like talking amongst them, like we got to do something about this. And then Johnny Eagle shows up with jean shorts in his boat, and like he's obviously hurt, he's obviously very badly injured. And they're like, let's put him in the back of this truck. And the one lady is she's flipping his head back and forth. I mean, just like flipping it like he's a like he's a sand shark, just flipping him, flipping him, flipping him back and forth, and I'm just like, oh. And then when the they put him in the back of an old Ford truck, and the Ford truck literally burns Robert out of town. I'm like, I'm not an expert, but I've never seen an ambulance burn Robert. So, <laughs> like, I, like, like, you might want to be a little more cautious. He might that. have a decade. Um, He's not going to make it to the hospital. Exactly. In one piece. Yeah. Well, maybe and they, they thought they would just like snap him right out of it. He's a young dude. By <laughs> jerking him around. <laughs> yeah, and then they pop forward to the where the scientist and our our protagonist Jim are like, we're gonna go out and we're gonna go fishing for this sea monster. And my first thought was like, can you fish for a sea monster? Um, I mean, like, what do you use? What do you use for bait? Uh, and my first thought was like, uh, well, I well, I, I, I thought, I honestly thought it was either gonna be a roofie or it was gonna be a slightly dirty bikini bottom. That's what I thought. <laughs> like, like what has been done for a day where a people were, doll. yeah. yeah. Oh, even better, even better. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it, call call it a bobber. Call it a bobber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, but I mean, yeah, it's like Rhinos, so. Did you say you 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 recently watched a uh, creature from the Black Lagoon? Because that was my I'd never seen the movie before we rated it on the show, and my favorite, absolute favorite thing about it was that that's how they defeated the monster. They roofied the Amazon. It's just a fucking insane yep. concept. But yep. if you if you see that bag of roof roof and all that they had. It made sense that they can make it happen. That was a lot of roof and all. Mm-hmm. Did they? I forget. Did they try something like that in this movie? No. Did they do anything I... like that? Or they just? Nope, they, they didn't because they jumped. They jumped like like hardcore jump. They jumped from like we're fishing for a sea monster to having the scientist now in the most booty short pair of wetsuit I've ever seen. Like wetsuit, like. Yeah. 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 Oh, I know. Definitely. Well, I, I, I agree. I agree with that. Like, makes us yeah. all misogynist. And I misogynous. hate that, that trope um, of like, but, oh, I'm such a, such a, and, and this is for both men and women scientists, not just, but I, I, I get really annoyed with the, oh, I'm so distracted because I'm a scientist. So I'm going to put myself in danger. Like, oh, I just need to get a little closer. <laughs> uh, with the camera. Yeah. yeah. And no, that totally. happens in so many movies and mm-hmm. it's so annoying. Maybe it's because I'm super risk averse. <laughs> But I would have been on the on the. Well, maybe, like, but she had okay, a. Okay, this is a zoom on this. It's fine. 
Yeah, no, maybe, like, but she had a she had a super a super hot Flash Gordon like costume, yeah. and it was yeah, like, totally. Yeah, oh yeah, I would have. funny because I would have flashed her Gordon all day long. Suits, and then she, she had the shorty really wetsuit, like the short <laughs> pants and short sleeves. But yeah, and uh, I mean, oh, oh, your mic's muted. <laughs> You're on mute. Shit, sorry. <laughs> it, it was so <laughs> profound; it's lost. It's lost. No, Sorry, okay. <laughs> it's never coming back. Well, so going, so so then they, to, to Holly's point, they go to where she like was taking all the pictures, right? And they, they look at, and that's where she, that's what she throws up the look at the size of the cranium moment. And it's like, well, how could you not see the size of the cranium? It's like two Good bowling scientific. balls glued to your head, like out of a brain jelly mold thing, like just. And I don't know what yeah. the point of. Yeah. I'm not even sure what the point of them having big brains was. Like, it didn't really play into the story or anything. Especially since they weren't very smooth. Like, they weren't well, super it was, smart. Well, but it was the humanoid yeah. part. That's what, that's what, that oh, that's what makes them yeah, different than, like, than the salmon that they were trying to They were the lady humanoids. Like, Did they talk about that? Other than having arm, arms and legs and everything else, they were different from the salmon. Because if they would have made this, like, an equal <laughs> opportunity, like, rape scene, like, that would have been kind of interesting. Like, if, if they were, like, female right. humanoids okay. from the sea, from the deep. <laughs> did you just, did you, who made yeah. it with the men did you and just see? the women, like, that would have been kind of hilarious. Yeah, but did you just say equal opportunity rape yeah, scene? <laughs> <laughs> Is there such no, a there thing? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, well, I just wanted to clarify that because I'm like, wow. I know I'm being okay. problematic right well, now. These are good. This is a, this is a show we will delete in the not so far future. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, so, so she goes through all of that, but then then she shows them all of those like what I kind of equated to like the black and white like really old high school yeah. films of like tadpoles dividing mm-hmm. and doing oh, things like yeah. that. So, like, what? Like what is happening? It's like I, I I saw this and it was on a slide projector that's, a long time ago and I did and I didn't like it that's then. That's shitty thing. So why would I like that's it now? That's what they used to sell me yeah. mascara and, pat, and maxi pads. I don't know if I'm mixing this up with another. <laughs> I don't know if I'm mixing this up with another movie, but uh, did they have a scene with like some actually like really high quality? Microscope footage of cells dividing and the did, yeah. tadpoles becoming. I like, mean, I don't know if it's high tech, but yeah, it was. But I remember it looked kind of cool, yeah. right? Unless I'm remember mixing this up with something else. No, you but... guys are talking about the same scene, but you didn't think it was cool. You, you thought it was very advanced. <laughs> no, but I remember being sort of impressed that they must they must have been like, oh, we have this cool footage, we got to use it, like figure out a way to yeah. put this into the movie. But yeah, I. I have to admit, like, one of my favorite... I think I say the words I have to admit. I'm going to stop doing that. Uh, I have to admit, uh, one of my favorite things to see in uh, Creature Features is, yeah, we caught one. Let's dissect it. Yeah, Oh, yeah. I love that shit. <laughs> yeah. They did that in this, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, they yeah. did. That's like mm-hmm. in... Uh... How come they didn't show the dick, by the way? I know. It... Incidentally, why did she find the dick? Why did she have to come up with this conclusion based on fucking, like science footage couldn't they just like tear it apart and go like hey guys it's got gonads it's like an alligator it doesn't have the visible well are they gonna they opened up the sucker though didn't they they didn't just like like peek under the skirt no they they oh i think it it would i think it would have a yeah this thing would have had a dick it would have had a great big huge green just (laughs) venous bulbous dick exactly yeah because i mean well how how else how are you gonna get up into that offensive if there's no fucking dick right 
Like, you know, like, to to that point, too, like, really early on, after, like, the first Reacher side, and there was l- literal, like, ooze or cum, basically, oh, <laughs> like, bro. everywhere. Right, and the guy's, like, touching, he's like, what is this? Yeah, he's touching it, it's like a With thick his bare hands. On oh. his fingers. But I, I think the, the part that made me laugh the most in Humanoids from the Deep is when, initially, when they're trying to catch the humanoids by going out on the boat and fishing it, you know? You have Doug McClure who, like, pulls in, like, a salmon, and he just, like, throws it down. And he's like, you know, any other time, I would have been happy. Because that was probably, like, only the second fish that they actually caught in the entire movie because they've been having so many issues. Which is part of the reason why they have Canco in the first place, because they're basically there to, like, make sure that the the fish are bigger, they're faster, they're twice as plentiful. You know, they're providing jobs and, you know, everything for this community. But, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily pan out all that well because of, uh, you know, all of the, uh, like, modification in regards to the actual humanoids in this. But I also like the fact that they make a point of of showing that these things are intelligent and then their genius plan is to fish for them. Like, they would <laughs> fall for that. Sorry, that's great. <laughs> Maybe maybe it's the fact that even as intelligent as they, they are, have that it's irresistible. Oh my god! It's like oh, it's like a cat. With Is the that laser. a word? Yeah, they're just like oh, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> chase it. I have an instinct. <laughs> hilarious i mean john you say that but like i remember growing up and there were there were se- there were a couple of times as a kid where i'm like all right i'm gonna go fish it and like you would like pull back and you'd go to like throw it but like it really wouldn't go that far and it, you would end up like hooking your uh. <laughs> you know so like i i could just think like the humanoids you know there might be a situation where they just randomly like stumble into the hook but, like, chances are it probably wasn't going to happen at that point because, you know, they were a little bit more advanced than I was. <laughs> you know, and uh, I was going to say, to uh, moving on to a segue and on to another part of the movie, uh, I really I really enjoy it when creature features don't hide the fact that there's creatures for too long. Uh, I, I brought mm-hmm. this up with Alligator, too, where there's some movies that sort of uh, make it so that only one character sees a creature, and then everybody thinks they're crazy for a really long time. And then you're like, oh, fuck, this is so fucking unnerving. So I really enjoy it when creature features, they, they have a little bit of mystery at the beginning. But then, bam, everybody knows what's up. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you get that really a big sense of that, um, of course, at the, at, the, at the festival. Where you think it's just going to be one little dude or maybe like three dudes like walking on the fucking pier. No. They're tearing through the freaking like, you know, yeah. uh, boardwalk and shit. I wonder if that... Well, the the Corman... Corman has, like, the formula where it's, like, for the first half of the movie, you don't really see too much of the creature, and then, like, two-thirds into the movie is when shit really starts to hit the fan. And, like, that's basically when we would hit the festival yeah. uh, in this movie. Yeah, but, I mean, you still have the, um... Well, let's see, uh... I guess the first time that you see the creatures, more than one person sees the creatures and then survives, would be with Johnny Eagle when they attack the cabin in the woods. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, the cabin on the swamp. Wait, no, the cabin the on the beach in Mendocino. Beautiful no yo. <laughs> Mendocino County. YOLO. YOLO. No, no, yo no no. I no. Oh, okay, thanks. I was, <laughs> well, but yeah, but this is also this is also the point where like they bring they bring the like somebody had a body bag 
handy for which is just a little weird to me. Yeah, like, they just a body bag. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, and it's like everyone's like, hold on to your britches, and they just unzip this thing, and everyone's like, oh my god, and it's like, see what we're dealing with, and it's like three seconds later, boom, the boardwalks explode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they didn't get a lot of and, and that up, was so that was pretty fun. No, no, and that was what, but that was kind of awesome though. It's like you have the you have the the guy from um. The DJ, he's from K Fish Radio, which is kind of honestly kind of fun. But it's like, I, like I, in my notes, I have it's like, like I've been to a pier before, and um, they're pretty sturdily built, you know. So I don't think that these things could just explode to the with docks their heads like they either, did because their heads are so soft. Yeah. Uh, well, it's all it's brain, all brain. Right? Cause they, they just they, they, they'd go, I'm gonna bust through and just go boom, and just and then, that'd be it. I mean, that would have been like way easy. Um, but then they have. They have so much of this. Like, there's a scene where they're they're on the the merry-go-round, oh, the merry-go-round yeah. and it's like as 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 the camera is turning, and it's like there's a creature eating somebody, then there's a dead guy, then there's another creature. And there's eating a girl, somebody, a, there's another dead guy. Yeah, and she's just going, yeah, just absolutely crazy. But then they then they pivot and they go back to Jim's house, where his wife Carol is minding minding the child, whatever. Um, and she does a lot of things that are like awesome. Like she locks up the kid to protect him, but there's a point where she's like locking the front door and it is the most complicated medieval lock I've ever seen in my yes. entire goddamn <laughs> life. Like there's like 17 pins and like three ratchets. But <laughs> she's just like, we, we watched wow. that too. Like, and the first thing that I thought when I saw that scene of her locking this medieval door with all of these freaking locks is like. But you still have gigantic windows in your living room that somebody could throw a brick through and you just like pull the curtain or they shut. Can just smash, they can yeah. just run through it. I was like, I guess. Like, what's that? Yeah, I yeah. Don't know. I... yeah, exactly. But the screen door is still wide open. So, <laughs> <laughs> so good on you, but yep, you missed a couple of steps. And yeah. I have to point no. out too that <laughs> this, like, where the story starts to fall down is with the wife and the kid and. Troy McClure, because he, so he's the husband, she's the wife, uh-huh. and it's sort of like Jaws, where you have the sheriff and the wife. A 30-year age gap. But the thing that annoyed me was that the wife is in danger, yeah. and she's kind of going through her whole situation. And he's completely unaware. And, and he's completely unaware, he doesn't care, doesn't know, never enters the story. He never thought about it. Yeah, and it's like... <laughs> It seems like the point of doing that would have been to have him be like, oh no, like my wife's in danger. I need to like call her or I need to get back to the house and help her. And that there should have been a scene where he rushes back to the house and helps her deal with the humanoids. Well, apparently, and this is something again in that little documentary that I was talking about, like people kept talking about like, well, Corman really likes for women to take care of themselves. And like, and you know, that was a big thing about like, you know, the, the beauty queen that fights the, one of the humanoids just barehanded and like kills him or at least fends him off and, uh, after well, her time. Well, and topless and topless for the record. And then, the beauty um, queen. She's topless when she's doing the, all of that. So that? I'm just saying the beauty queen was topless when she yes, was fighting. Yes, she was. <laughs> so, and, so, so Roger Corman was still uh-huh. right there in present. And, and so they're like, and, and so she mentioned that and so did the, the lady who played the mom. And uh, so there's that element, but so long as they're still under 25, are we clear on that rule? But uh, <laughs> but 
Well, they still had the they still had the weird. There was a weird moment where they, there was a lady in another what I thought was another house, who was, who was um, doing whatever she was doing. But then she like got into the shower behind like that weird smoked like shower yeah. door, and she was just all kinds of moving the planets around, you know. But then it's <laughs> like she just like kind of like disappeared. Wait, wait, wait. It's like kind of like talking about the shower scene behind yeah. the curtain. Yes. That was supposed yeah. to be Close to the, the wife. Okay, well, I, you know what? I saw that wife in, in her... You're in right. Her, we'll call her she film no debut. To the, to the scene. She, and they're like, you got it. And yeah, she did. Else. Yeah, but I mean, she had some... In that... Behind that, that smoke or that fog glass, she had... I mean, she had some things that could support gravity <laughs> behind that. <laughs> behind that, that wasn't the And in real life, she was not... Yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I'm kind of picking up on that, but... I mean, it's like, <laughs> like, why did they have that scene where it was like these big shadows and it was like, boom, like two Earths went by. But then it's like, they, they have her pop out and she's just like back to her normal average lady thing. And I was like, why was that even relevant? I mean, I why, did we, why did we have to have that? <laughs> I just, well, yeah. But yeah, you know, okay. again, <laughs> in, this, in, the, in this tiny little documentary that makes me an expert in all things uh, humanoids from the deep. So that actress uh, that played the mom was there and she was saying, oh, you know, they asked me to do this scene. And, I, and she said, I don't do nude scenes. <laughs> and she also mentioned how this was her first movie. So she's like, I can't believe they bought that. <laughs> and they were like, that's totally fine. And then they just filmed it without her. Which I thought was hilarious. But yeah, you're right. Yeah. Another yeah. great bod. Uh, yeah. And so, you know, going back to the to the big festival on the pier. Which honestly is kind of awesome. Like I've, I've been to. Um, well, my in-laws are from Seattle, so there's, there's lots of festivals on the pier. Um, the one thing that was really funny to me it was they had this, they had this weird ramp going up from the waterline, and like it didn't seem to make any sense. Like, like what would people actually do with that? Um, you mean we're like a so they couple had, scenes between Johnny Eagle and Slattery? Okay. Yes, that ramp. That's the ramp I'm talking about. So they, well, they utilized it in a couple of different ways. Because first, first they had one of the one of the creatures get like lit on fire, but then it like stopped, dropped, and rolled down the down the ramp into the water and like put its own fire out. But then it's like then they had more like creatures like they had a scene where a bunch of creatures busted through it and like like wrecked this ramp. But then they keep going back to it. And then the ramp is <laughs> one piece. It's like so they kept jumping back and forth. Yeah, and that was. But like for Slattery, for Slattery, that was like supposed to be his yeah. redemption moment, right? I mean, I, I don't want to call it an arc, but that was like his. Yeah, moment. I was like, I don't really want um, to hate you, like, uh, Native American man. And well, but he saved the he saved the kid. He saved yeah, the and then kid, he gets saved then, by Johnny Eagle. And then by Johnny Eagle, yeah, exactly. So it's like, and, and you can see, and this I honestly thought it, maybe not like Oscar winning acting, but whatever. The, the guy was just like, he, he had that look on his like. I've been a fucking asshole this entire time. Like, I have been a fucking moment. asshole. Yeah, it, 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 it totally was, but it was really, it was hard hitting. Yeah. You know, where it was like, you could see it on his face. He's like, God, that I've been was like this the entire time. squeezing in that part like, of oh. every movie like that where you commiserate with your enemy because then there's a third enemy that you both have to team up to. The bigger threat. Exactly, so, the bigger threat. Usually in movies yeah. like that, yep. um, this is a, a bigger, more extensive moment, right? Where it's like you have to work together yeah. over weeks, but in movie time, minutes. And um, 
and then you and then you overcome something. This one it was yeah. just kind of like, let's just pop that in there. It worked. I liked it. I like. I like. Well, but then the other, you know, yeah, the other piece of it though is like you have you have Jim out of the boat with the great little scientist lady, and they're out there and they're dumping gas and they're doing all these things. And they, oh, yeah, they, water. they like which, these, they like these fires, yeah. right? Which that's their genius that plan. It's like as good as roofing the Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly, <laughs> but but like the fires were completely pointless, other than showing the, the, like the pop in yeah. scenes, the pop in scenes where you have a creature going <laughs> in the fire. Like they were like completely pointless. Like it did nothing. It was like it was it was easier to just like the townspeople finally said, you know what, hell with this. Get some two by fours and let's bash these fuckers' brains in, and that's kind of what they did at the end. I mean, it was uh, honestly, it was a, it was a Halloween kills moment. Well, it's like you know what, we've had enough. Fuck and it, they had just a lot of, like, and they did it. I, I was just gonna say that there was a lot of really interesting dynamics within the 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 festival scene. So I mean, you have all the different ways of attack that people are fighting back, but they even have this one scene where they all gang up on one guy on one humanoid. <laughs> And beat the shit out of him. Yep. And then, like, that's really weird because they're signaling mob mentality cruelty. But the humanoids are the bad guys that are raping, yep. like, women. So it's like, why are you mixing all these fucking signals together? Yeah, you almost but, feel bad for the humanoids. Yeah, like, why are you making me feel bad for this thing? He's only looking for They dogs. killed a bunch of dogs, you know? Really? <laughs> <laughs> He's only looking for love. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you should feel sympathy for the humanoids because they're ultimately they're just looking for work. So, he's, so love. he's basically he's basically Cyrano de Bergerac and he's just looking mm-hmm. for love. Oh, I love well, it. You know, he thought he would settle down in a like small, quaint little town. You know, start a yeah, family exactly. and everything. Have, yeah. have a bunch of tadpoles. First of all, just, yeah, there's yeah. someone for everyone. Everyone okay. the farm. Like, don't tell me that there isn't some lady out there going like, yeah, man, I'll top that. Yeah, There definitely is. They just had to fucking put up an ad on Craigslist or something. Or it's the, it's 81, so the personals, I guess. The- Large, endowed, <laughs> sea creature, seeking, fertile, female. Preferably between the ages of 18 and 25. Well, and did you... Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> Do you bring up the idea that their (laughs) genius final plan was to set the water on fire? Yes, that's what you missed. You were in the bathroom. I had to run to the bathroom. And then nothing happened. And then, and also just (laughs) the silliness of setting the water on fire, trying to hurt creatures that can swim under the water. (laughs) They can just go a little. Yeah, they can, they can breathe under. in the water, so they can just go a little deeper. It's not a big deal. They can just enjoy the fireworks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was totally, totally pointless. But then even jumping back to, like, Jim's cabin, um, and um, Carol is, like, she has her big butcher knife, and she's walking around trying to do all of her things. And one of the things that I really thought was funny is it's, like, so she kind of locks up the kid, keeps the kid away. I think everyone's probably okay with that. But then it's, like, she's wandering through the house, and it's, like, not even two feet from where the kid's crib was. There was a bottle of drain cleaner just sitting. You are sincerely eagle eyed. And it was like, no, I yeah, noticed. Yeah, and it was I like, well, I, and she's just like, and she does all this, and it's like, and then somehow it's like Jim shows up and she's magically saved, and it was like, okay, okay no, sure. So I noticed that, I, and that was funny because, the, you know, you guys have probably heard of the idea of Chekhov's gun, mm-hmm. where 
in the mm-hmm. beginning of a movie, you show a gun, and then later at the near the end yeah, of the movie, the somebody uses that gun. Yeah. And they showed that drain cleaner, and I and it flashed in my head. Oh my it god, did? are they setting up using the drain cleaner? And then, like two minutes later, she uses the drain cleaner, if I'm remembering right. And I just remember thinking, like, that's the fastest. Chekhov's gun set up and pay off. It was just like set it up and then pay it off (laughs) as though it were like a thing that they had done, you know, as though they were planting seeds earlier in the movie, Mm -hmm. but but really it was Mm -hmm. just kind of like, oh, maybe more of an afterthought or something. But no, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah. But I mean, it's it's kind of like the whole um, in the end, it's like Pavlov's dog or Shogun's cat, right? (laughs) I mean, you have to it's like it, you on the one hand you have things are trained and they understand what's going on and on the other hand you have i have no idea what's actually happened until i am just butt deep in the situation mm-hmm. um and jumping forward to like like her salvation felt a little abrupt to me it was just like she's just doing all these things and all of a sudden hey look we're back on the docks in the city yeah. you know and it's like there's all these weird fires that have no reason to be there because the fire was in the water. And then the weird part was like, there was a lot of purple smoke. Did anybody see the purple smoke? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was in the recovery What's scene, the right? purple smoke from? Those were probably smoke Yeah, it's like, like coming out saying? from like the, the carousel. Like I remember thinking like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. 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 And it's like, and it's like, so they go through this and it's like, everyone's doing the, everyone's doing the, the blanket over the back. Like, hey, we survived. Everything's, just great and whatever else. But then they jump in like the one the, he, he, he talks to the sheriff. It was the sheriff he talked to. And it's like, where'd Dr. Drake go? And it's like, Oh, she went back to the, she went back to the lab or whatever else. And you know, things are fine. She did all she could. And then it's like, she's sitting there fully gowned. And it's like, it was almost like a, this is what she expected and was just kind of waiting for it. And she sort of like played the entire town the whole time. Like, like she, she was not horrified. She was not, oh my God, whatever else. It's like, she was just waiting. Yeah, she's like, it. fuck no, I'm not going you know? to the festival. Yeah. Well, she did go to the festival, but she went out on the boat and avoided all the problems. So she had that one. She had that one played and she was, and she had that going for her. But then it's like, they get to the very end and I almost thought it's like, for as much as she was like, I hate this company. And I was trying to completely, um, you know, destroy them and let the whole world know what was happening. I almost think she was kind of like doing the chin well, game stroke. Like, was I'm, just, I'm just waiting. Move in Piranha. <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, exactly talking. right. Or she so was like, like well, yeah. things are fine now. No need to worry. This was just an anomaly. Like, you know, she's a scientist, but then you turn, it turns mm-hmm. out she's like a corrupt official. Exactly. And then you get to the end and then all of a sudden we have our like alien moment mm-hmm. and it was yeah. like, and between the, between the baby coming out and then did you guys see the mom's no. eyes? Did you guys catch your mom's eyes? I don't think the mom, the mom has total zombie <gasps> eyes, which is just weird. Just weird. You know, or the my, my mom, the birthing mother, whatever. Yeah. Has total zombie eyes. And it was like, and then the movie ends and it was like, I almost wonder if our Dr. Drake character who was like, goes to the whole movie being like so forgiving and so wanting to expose this company for all the bad they're doing, maybe was like not. 
Like maybe she yeah. was like that character in Aliens who secretly wanted to get a sample, get the alien for the corporation to study. She was she was Burke. She, she was, was sent Burke. there yep. to exactly. uh, to get an yep. actual humanoid <laughs> to bring Paul back to yep. the lab. Yeah, Paul Reiser. Exactly. Yep. Paul Burke. Reiser. Yeah, his name was Burke. Totally. Yep. She had to get it for the lab. Yep. Well, because she seemed she seemed she seemed overly absent at the end of the big huge uh, dock party scene, and very present. At well, you the, get the sense of like she's what... a scientist, so she's trying to warn people when she's shocked by it. But then once she processes and she understands, and now she has the opportunity to not only explore but test, experiment on a new species. She's not letting that shit go. Or. Or she just wanted to be a mother, and that was her first opening. Gross. I can can see it, but the vibe that I got was like, this was her plan all along. Mm. That's what I got. That was her plan all along. Just to see where it went, to follow it, and and to be there at the precipice of whatever, like, the new birth of the new species was. That's what I got. She just wanted to be ready. Because she was pretty dolled up at the end. She was all masked up, and it masked up and gloved up and just be like, she got her speculum out and she was like, let's see what's happening down here. That's so, what she had to. I mean, I think just burst it, right out. Well, exactly. <laughs> but she was prepared. John you was... Know, she, she, she's, we were watching this. We watched this movie <laughs> together last week and you had the funniest line where the, 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 uh, the baby's about to come out and he was like, if this baby is an extra human because of the human lady, I'm going to be very mad. And then when I came in, I was like, ah, he's extra human John. It has to be a hybrid, more human. More human. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It toned, it toned down the humanoid part of it. It like, it like took all the scales and shit and just made it just a little bit more. The brain pan was smaller. Everything was, so yeah. I mean, at, but that's kind of what it I think she was after Cambridge. the whole time. Yeah, we yeah. just don't know if it's less rape. No, probably not. Yeah, we won't know. It's pretty violent. <laughs> well, if it was if it was more human, it was probably more rapey. That's <laughs> Turns out it was man. That's just because. Well, just to yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if it was ever spe- specifically said during the show so far, but they specified in the movie that these things wanted to have sex with women. Yeah, it wasn't just that they mm-hmm. did that. The characters actually said, "This is the monster's intent: is to to mate with yeah. women." So they really like they drove yeah. it home that these things were trying to have. They were sex. trying to make babies. No. They weren't just doing it recreationally. Yeah. Well, she sort of she. I mean, she said it, but but it was an implication because what she said was that they had one of their storage tanks destroyed by a storm, and all these things got out into the ocean. These three thousand salmon or whatever got in the ocean, but she was theorizing that. Now that they have these tadpole things or whatever the hell they were, like had because they 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 aged and progressed so fast, she was theorizing that their their philosophy now was like we're so close to humanoid that we might as well mate with man because that's our best mm-hmm. chance of like propagating ourselves. Yep. <clears throat> so rapey, as John put it. Totally. Well, there'd be lots of no. them. So that's the thing, too, is really the, the movie doesn't really resolve anything because clearly there are still a lot more creatures out there in the ocean. And, and, and it had I to have to go to the bathroom, but do you want to give your Cthulhu speech now or save it? Oh, no, I was just <laughs> going to say, I was also going to point out that this is 
that these creatures are like deep ones, like we saw in Underwater, and that this story is based on, is really loosely based on a Lovecraft story where, uh, I for, actually forget the name of the story, I think it's The Shadow Over Innsmouth, uh, but it's a story of a small town, ta- a small fishing town where deep ones come out of the ocean and mate with women and create hybrid uh, fish people who live in the town. And the people in the town all kind of have gills and are partly fishy. Uh, but this is it, this movie is basically roughly based on a Lovecraft story, okay. which also makes sense because. Uh, yeah. Corman did a couple of Lovecraft stories. Oh, cool. He had a couple other movies that were based on Lovecraft stories and stuff, so. Neat. That was just a thing I was noticing. Well, it's still, it, it, it was still made in an era where you can tell a good story. <clears throat> you can have, I think what I would call, a plentiful amount of boobs and muff. Um, but still, you can, you can tell one of those stories where it's like, this is something that, at least at the time, I think, because this is when we started talking about, you know, um, GMOs and things like that, where people were afraid of the That's future. Um, and this is this to, th- this movie to me is uh, is is being afraid of the future story, whether it be in your industry, whether it be of GMOs, whether it be of you know what people are going to do when things go to hell. Because I think it, I think uh, I think John's right. This movie was not really finished. Right, it didn't tell the end of the story. It's like it, it's telling the next stage. So it's like it's almost like a precursor to the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Like, what's going to be the next thing? You know, we're all we're all ruled by eight foot tall reptilian aliens that just rape our women and eat our babies and do whatever else. And it's like, well, okay, great. So where do we go from here? Well, and to connect it to the other movies in the in uh, that we've talked about, this is almost like the beach house where mm-hmm. this is sort of an inevitable transformation that's going to happen to humans. Like these things are going to come out yeah. and mate, and hum- more humanoids are going to be born and more fish people. And eventually we're all going to be fish people you and know, go back to the ocean. I prefer the beach house approach because then it's just like you either stepped in something or you drink some, mm. something or you ate something. And it's Here like you're straight up getting like fucking <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that seems like a more abrasive that's, way. Yeah, that's the rapey part, though, where it's like, yeah, yeah. No, and I agree completely. It's like, it's that whole societal shift slash evolution thing. Like, this is the next, this is the next stage of and things. This one will just crash. These things were, these things were just going brute force mm-hmm. at it. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to force the issue, <laughs> you know, literally. and I, again, the big giant, like eighteen inch long reptilian penis with the veins and whatever. I, yeah, I just, I, mean, I, like, like, I, I get it. Like, I, I, dissection I, scene though. like that was like we talked about it a little bit, but like, of course, I mean, she's showing all these slices of like cells. I'm like, why didn't you just show the schlong? Well, I mean, if this yeah, movie, just, I, just flap it down. Just... And everybody's like, oh yeah, that's a problem. Here it I'm is. Definitely gonna try to rape somebody. But that would be that would really be the real wave that for this movie to kind of do its thing would have been for them to all have giant schlongs and 
be running and the, you know how they do that thing when they run around with their, with their, leg, the, with their arm, really long arms like and this. have it just dangling between their legs because exactly that is yeah. so much the focus of what the monster is and what it does and that would have really struck some fear in people yeah that it could have been like these are total like <laughs> i mean think monster. about it you're being chased by a monster even if you're a dude and you see this gigantic schlong like you don't want to take any chances that you look appealing to this dude. So, yeah. And we don't even know their biology. They may be yeah. able to successfully mate with, with dudes. And then you get know. to, like, you know, gestate a baby for nine months or totally. three weeks, whatever the, the fucking term is. Totally. They could be reproducing with anything. What a great movie that would be. Like, Sorry, I don't mean to push it, guys. It was like, no, no, yeah, it was like, it was like three days, but I mean, you know, calling, calling things what they are, I mean, it's like, I mean, I, like back then or even now, it's like, yeah, I'm this big giant thing. And it's like, all of a sudden you get this big, like, <laughs> like out in front of you. Most people would be intrigued. Exactly. And I feel <laughs> like, like this movie would be wow. so much more complex because okay. then the fear of rape isn't just about the women. It's like everyone, even the dogs. Yeah, and it'd be like, dogs. fuck. You know, like, and then everybody could feel the, the devastating fear <laughs> of, of thinking that you're going to, you might get raped. Well, and that would have been a fucking movie. What, I'm, yeah, I'm guessing at least one of the humanoids probably was like ambivalent about things. <laughs> it was like, look, what are you doing? I mean, I'm not going to kill him. But I'm going to. I'm going to. Yeah. Other than like, what can we do? Well, they're, yeah, they're amphibians. So, I mean, really. Right now, they might. Well, and as we learned from <laughs> Jurassic Park, Nature finds a way. Nature finds a way. Life will find a way. Amphibians can change uh, sex and can reproduce. So there it is. There it is, okay? Just like... Call Jeff Jeff Goldblum. This is a new movie. (laughs) Has to be made. I can just imagine, like, the whole time she's, like, going out with the camera. You know, she's just trying to, like, spot him in the wild, but only to get the side profile. That way, you know... From whatever angle she's at, it's not going to be completely in view. So then you just leave more to the imagination whenever she's selling all these pictures to like the local press, yeah, yeah. To, like you know, put on the newspaper. Oh, I think you know. <laughs> I think that I think I think the humanism deep could have one hell of a Tinder profile. I honestly think they could just be like, yeah. So it's like side shot. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think they got it. I think they got it. Yeah. Human. Anyway, no. Uh, you know from. From eighties, from eight, from like just straight up legit eighties horror, and, and and like I said, this movie came out the same year as Alligator. So I mean, we're we're definitely in that like people trying to 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 profit off of the uh like the Jaws wave, we'll call it. Um, the, I mean, for the number of movies that came out that in those uh, you know like uh in those years, it's like this one honestly was pretty good. I. I to this day, I still I still dig this movie, and I, I get the whole the rapey part of it, and yeah, I still I still kind of have an issue with that. Um, but overall, I mean, just the I'm going to be a creature, and I am going to go out in the world, and I'm going to spread my love, as it were. Um, as far as it was, um, yeah, this one. I mean, there's some parts of the story that are a little hit and miss, you know. Um, but like. Between Johnny Eagle, the whole cannery thing, you got the, the, the fucking racist redneck fuckholes. I mean, there are so many things in this movie that I think can speak to the times, and honestly, even now can speak to the times. Um, 
I yeah, this is this movie for me. It was really good. I yeah, it's a fun movie. It it moves along at a good pace. Decent acting, and, good pace, great setting. It is funny though how <laughs> uh, what I, I can only think of him as Troy McClure. <laughs> uh, Doug McClure. Doug McClure. <laughs> He's but it is Troy it McClure. It seemed like they had him in the movie to be the main character. Yeah, because and that's mm. kind of his role. He's like a leading man in the movie. Yeah, he was well. He's the most recognizable actor in yeah. the movie. Yeah, but yet he has yep. so little dialogue in the movie. He barely speaks and barely does anything, and it's so strange because it really seems like he was cast to be the lead character. Yeah, but then just he's isn't, a title role, yeah. which kind of makes me wonder what was if there was something happening behind That's the scenes really or point. something you know, yeah. where they didn't. Because, like I said before, there's really no main character in this movie, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's an ensemble movie, but typically in an ensemble movie, yeah, there will be one, one yeah. or two or more or three main characters, maybe. But and I mean, you can say it's Troy McClure and and the Native American guy. Mm-hmm. Clearly, that's what they were trying to set up. Yeah, but it got diluted quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. And, and and yeah, and you can tell the probably the original director had a real story in mind that would get run through this, but it was very kind of spottily put together, like mm-hmm. like like a lot of not to you know be like uh, snooty about B movies, but like a lot of B movies, they are reaching for, they're reaching higher than they're achieving. You know, they're reaching for the stars and falling short, but that's cool. Like that's fine. And obviously we love these kinds of movies, but uh, it's like definitely an example of like shooting for a certain thing. And then just being like, eh, like we got monsters and they run around. We set some stuff on fire and the monsters ran around and hit some people. <laughs> there was yeah. some blood. And we had like a, the pier, the final kind of attack scene, which was Pretty, the big a chaos. Big, a big scope and it was nice. And you can tell they wanted that to be a very yeah, chaotic. Absolutely. It almost felt like the end. It reminded me of the end of American <laughs> Werewolf in London when everything goes haywire and it's chaos and People are running everywhere, but not quite up to that level. But oh. still, pr- pretty well done, though. Well, yeah, it's it, you know, it's one of those movies where, uh, to your point, John, it's like to have um, to have Jim be our main character, and he was basically irrelevant the whole entire time. He was still the main character because we we all knew who he was, but he was irrelevant. And then you have the creature in second place, and then you have boobs in third place. Yeah. I mean, those were. <laughs> Those were our leading people, yeah. you know. I mean, it's and oddly enough, I'm I'm sort of okay with it. I mean, it, it's like I I don't want to be a sexist pig, but there were so many <laughs> pairs of perfect boobs in this movie. So many pairs of perfect boobs. I just like I I it makes me I it made me fall in love with the breast again. Like I'm just I'm, I'm in love with the and breast again. It's just maybe get so disillusioned awesome. with breasts that are not like <laughs> quite so perfect as the ones from. Humanoids from the deep. <laughs> so you would you would rate this movie? Fun, no, right? not at all, not at all. I would say I would say that I am just more in love with the breast period that's sweet. because of this movie just they're just <laughs> because breasts are just this... awesome, you know. Because they were they were a main character in this movie. They were a main character. They really were. <laughs> it's uh, seriously, <laughs> seriously. 
Johnny Eagle, Creature Express. That's what that, that's, and, and that, it's, I, you know. I don't uh, know if our, Roger our, Corman smoked cigars, but I imagine Robert, Roger Corman sitting there smoking a cigar and saying, more breath. we need more tits. More tits. More dense. <laughs> I I sort of figured he I sort of figured at this point he was with it with this movie I I figured he was smoking opium oh and just being God, like yeah. so where are we again <laughs> where what uh, oh California okay so yeah um anybody have a boat let's blow it up <laughs> let's blow the boat up <laughs> it's just a bikini I mean, a, sir it's fifty degrees yeah. outside I don't give a fuck bikini now exactly exactly right yep yeah yeah get, get well, the makeup was... guy we need a little more pink yeah. yeah you know we need to add a little bit of color <laughs> well and there was one there was one underwater scene um when the really awesome fit couple was out like out in the water making out and the one guy dug his hand into her oh, bikini God, that's and, like yeah. pulled pull, pulled it halfway down and just grabbed her ass i, I I don't know what it was about that, but oh my god! I just, I just was like, this is what, being, <laughs> this is what the kids are saying. Well, it's, I'm just saying, it's like it, it's like what being alive is all about, <laughs> like just being alive. So you know? little, yeah, just getting a handful of that ass. Is, but I appreciate it. I like that you had this. Feeling. Yeah, well, I, and maybe you're right. You're probably right. But no, but it made you <laughs> feel like, something, and that's cool. It's funny that the. Well, and that's like the point of all these. They movies. had very. I forgot they had underwater shots in this movie because there was so little <laughs> underwater. There shots was like in two. There was like the initial one, and then yeah. you kind of think like, oh, maybe might the beginning, be the whole like, intro, the, the whole intro. Shots. Yep. With the pause, like you talked about, how yeah. with the pause, and, just pause uh, but yeah, there's yep. not a lot of yep. underwater photography, no. which is unusual for these movies because typically that's like a time, dark stuff, so you don't really get to. Even Piranha had good underwater. Piranha had a ton, uh, stuff yeah. In mm-hmm. that one, that's but that's a little expensive. They were probably just like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> we're saving our money. We're spending it on boobs." Right, saving it on yeah, yeah no, most and of the it, wetsuits and the wetsuits. Yeah, no, most yeah. of it was most of it yeah. after a point was the creature falling into the water, rolling into the water, being on fire and going into the water. I mean, that's like. So it was not underwater. It was like, I mean, the water was definitely heavy in this. I mean, if you if you don't get that, then you, well, just you're a moron. Right? <laughs> but um, but they didn't like. But no, but John's right though. In in the in the beginning of the movie, they had lots of underwater stuff, and it was really heavy. And I'm I'm guessing that either a they changed the angle of the movie, or b they figured out that it was really expensive to shoot underwater. And we're like, okay, we're done with that shit. <laughs> well, because. <laughs> That cost us a mint. And another thing, too, actually, that occurs to me is that uh, I can also say that the water up here in Northern California is not very clear. It's pretty dark. And so they probably realized it was hard also to film under there that you couldn't really see anything. I would assume, underwater. like, underwater shots would be, like, studio shots. It wouldn't be, yeah, like, yeah. open nature shots. Mm-hmm. Well, but it was it was also 1980, so that's back when the water might have been yeah, clear yeah, than it is now. Definitely. So, because we haven't completely fucked our environment, oh, yes. I don't know. Depends anyway. <laughs> on how many how many of those forty cases of beer they threw in there. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, no, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I wonder. No kidding. <laughs> I wonder if that was real. That might have been like the beer that they bought for the crew. Ooh. Maybe they were like, "Hey, we... no, that was that was Olympia beer. That That's was Olympia right. Beer. And Olympia, 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 Olympia was a was a Pacific Northwest mm-hmm. beer. Uh, for ages, for ages, and then I think the 
The brewery was eventually bought by Miller, but then it was like shut down in early 2002 or 2003, something like that. Cause it just, cause they were small and like not profitable. Yeah. And so somebody big bought them and then said, no, you're done. But you know, th that was a beer I back then. And that's what I they. I have a man question. So you guys have all gone fishing <laughs> and then you go mm -hmm. drinking a bunch while you're fishing. <laughs> and then when you mm -hmm. gotta go to the bathroom, you just tell your buddies, hey, everybody look that way. And then you stand up and you pee in the water, right? Right? That's like yep. uh, what if you have to go number two? Do you like take off your trousers, <laughs> grab your junk, and say, I'm going to go for a swim? And then you go like 10 feet out and then poop. And then. No, you hang it over the side. Distraction. No, no, you just drop trout and hang. Nope, you drop trout and hang it over What's the side. That? Because I said you drop trout and hang it over the Isn't side. Because a lot of times, especially and if then your friends are going to smell it. No. No, especially if you're if you're fishing at night, the fish dig it. Not so, the fish, your no. friends. <laughs> you just, no. Wait, are you fishing alone? Well, but you're fishing, area? though. You're fishing. I was, so, I was assuming no. you were fishing. With no, friends. no, no, no. <laughs> no, I've been I've been ice fishing enough times in my life where I pooped in a hole. Well, first of ice. all, I okay, so <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's <laughs> that's just. Yeah, sometimes you got to okay. poop in the hole. So ice this fishing, is how it works. You're pooping. You're gonna ask your buddy to take a walk, and then you're gonna poop in the hole, which makes total sense. But if you're fishing yep. in, in you know normal climate or a regular average climate, and you're with friends, would you then take off your trousers, go for a swim, poop, and then come back into the canoe? No, I just hang it outside. The Even boat. with your friends hanging out right just... there, like two feet away. Yep. Yep. Are you? Is this what you guys would do? I've never been in that situation. <laughs> I, I haven't been in that situation, so yeah, I can't I say. Pooped. I haven't. I haven't. That's what I did. So, I would yeah, there you go. Yep. Luckily, I haven't had because about it. No, no, when all is said and done, the one thing you don't do is you don't fuck up the fishing. So if you get, if someone's mm -hmm. got to stop, to, 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 yeah, you just you don't fuck up the fishing. I mean, and the poop, I guess, when you, would be a little when you poop, be considered bait. Oh. Yeah. Exactly. And the, like I said, the fish, the fish dig it. So, yeah. Just All right, let's not keep talking about this because I've got other questions and it's only going to get grosser. So. Well, it's also it's also customary that at least one person has to get thrown in the water. What the play? Uh, preferably, <laughs> preferably before I poop over the side <laughs> of the water. Yeah. 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 yeah, that was where I was going earlier. All right, let's let's move away from pooping in the water. All right, so humanoids from the deep. Hour and thirty-seven minutes in. <laughs> Is this our longest review? I know. Uh, also, keeping no, be beach house, keeping with the beach house, house keeping with the tradition yep. of having reviews that are longer than the, the movie. movie. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. I like yeah, that. I don't know if this is the long. I don't know. Is House maybe the longest review? Maybe I don't know. This could be. Maybe Beach House. Beach House was over two hours. Oh, wow. Shit. Was it really? Wow. Mm -hmm. we had, uh, we had oh, yeah, true. Yeah, that's so true. So there was like there was four, a lot uh, five of us hanging out, yeah. chatting about it. It was, it was a lot of fun. I really liked yep. it. Extra people, for that was, sure. That was nice. That was a nice party. What is, oh, yeah. Oh, and so that, that was going to, I was going to say, because we're watching Leviathan next. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it yes. occurred to me, oh, another I'm thing excited. that occurred to me while watching this movie is that these water horror movies are basically divided into two categories. Jaws ripoffs and Abyss ripoffs. <gasps> You're right. And that's basically mm -hmm. it for water horror that's movies. That's true, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, there's the, remember that horror movie that we watched, the, the, the really shitty one with the with the Mick Jagger's son? 
Oh God! With the yes. mansion underwater. The underwater haunted, haunted house. house movie. What would that fall under? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. True. That's, that's a third original. one. That's original. That was just although it's, that was ter- just... it's terrible, but it's original. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, and so it got points for that. It it, it got points for being original. I yeah, I that. mean, yeah. I I hated a lot house. of things about that movie, but I did not hate an underwater mansion. <laughs> I that movie was like. That movie, that movie, a hundred percent was. They had a premise for an underwater horror movie, and they were like, Make and it they happen. had some underwater cameras, and they were and like, they had some money, and that was it. They and were like, a... we got a house and lots of scuba cameras. tanks, lots of scuba yeah, tanks. Scuba yeah. tanks. Such an annoying movie. They set up yeah. so many premises <laughs> and stories that they never followed through on. Annoying as shit. And just to. Just to go on a tangent about that movie, which <laughs> did, did we forget? What is that movie even called? I don't know what it's, it's the, the deep. deep house. House. If you're talking about the, the French house. movie, yeah. that was a movie too. Yep, where the deep house. Yep. when they showed the ghosts underwater, I was like, So help me God, if that ghost swims, if it makes <laughs> swimming motions, I'm done. <laughs> like, that's not... <laughs> yeah, I was just, yeah, I was waiting for the. Boom! <laughs> it's like, like, okay, it's come like, on. <laughs> we're I'm not done. having swimming yeah. ghosts. That is we're not, not. Yeah, he was very adamant about that. That's not a thing. I was like, you're damn right. <laughs> oh shit! Uh, all right, so 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 humanoids from the deep. What did we all actually think? Problematic. Do we think? Do, like do we? Yeah, it's a product of its time. True. But it's it's still good. It's still entertaining and it's fun. And I love Mendocino. Mm-hmm. Yeah, overall, it's a good movie. It should have had Angela Lansbury in it. As a scientist, not getting raped. Or she could have been playing her character for <gasps> investigating the murders. That would have been amazing. <laughs> she was doing the show at the time too. I think no, that was that's a, that's a whole that's a whole new show. It's called Murder She oh. Raped. So yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think I want to talk to him. <laughs> Not even. Call Mrs. Lansbury. She's gonna have your ass. I'm pretty yeah. sure she's dead. No, she's alive. Definitely. She's alive. She's alive. She must be like a hundred years old. She's very old. Oh my yeah. god. She's like. You know, yeah, this movie is definitely a product of its time, but it still is like one of the better like sexploitation horror is. movies out and there. And the fact that it was two different directors, so we had a director who was making uh, what she believed to be a very legitimate movie, which incidentally, the way that they marketed was the movie we talked about was like the dark beneath or whatever, because they thought that Humanoids mm-hmm. from the Deep was so cheeky or so kooky that nobody would give them any money and, and play the movie, or they wouldn't get a good cast. So she, she was trying to make a good, legitimate movie, and I thought she did pretty well. And then, you know, Carmen was like, more tits, more rape, brought in the second crew. But honestly, like, you know, uh, th- this was mentioned by another uh, reviewer, was like, that's why we're still talking about it, mm-hmm. was because of the rapey booby show. Yeah. So. And you guys, what did you think? Well, I mean, if you take that part out of it, then it's not exploitation. You can't have exploitation without... Rape. Yeah, it could just be a movie. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be an exploitation movie if it didn't have boobs. <laughs> well, yeah, and this film, honestly, this film exploited every, for the time anyway, it exploited pretty much everything that you could exploit. It exploited um, 
talking down to women completely. Dogs. You know, the great little scientist lady. Um, well, uh, yeah, the, you know, the, the whole murder of the dogs things, I like, I don't know why, but like, bug me, <laughs> like on a fundamental level. Um, I, I, I'm not going to say it was more or less than the rape, but it just, it bugs me. Yeah. Um, you have the indigenous mm-hmm. people and them talking about them, like wanting their lands back. And cause that's a thing. Environmental world. issues. Um, yeah. Well, exactly. I mean, can you imagine now trying to trying to make a movie where you can like set someone's bay on fire with gasoline and like somebody would have to like guys, wait yeah. a minute, hold up. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> hold the fuck on. This is just not going to happen. Um, but then I think it it, it gets back to um, it get it gets a little back to me at least for like attacking because I still think in in the end, Doctor Drake. I think Doctor Drake was in on the whole thing. And I think she was just waiting to see what happened and wanted to be around for whatever happened. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, so, so it, you know, it, it kind of goes back and it almost strikes at the heart of like corporate greed and whatever else. Cause there's a whole bunch of scenarios in this movie where you have Canco Can- <laughs> that's like start. So, I mean, so, I mean, it's, there's a lot of that element in it. Um, so I, it, I think, I think for the time we definitely talked about a lot of social topics, but that I think, we're also at a place where a lot of those same social topics still exist today because we haven't as a society found some way to fix some of this shit, which is just ridiculous. Um, But the sexploitation part of it, I think was just the time. I think that was the time. Um, Like, I don't think you talk about last house on the left. You talk about, I spit in your grave. Um, You know, those things definitely have those elements, but I think there's also like a certain amount of revenge and then people feel balanced. Um, by the whole thing, nothing in this felt balanced as far as that went. I mean, you know, when the when you're when the one girl ends up in the end, you know, popping the humanoid baby out of her gut in a forced C-section, it's like that's not balanced, <laughs> you know. Um, it, it, but I think overall, I think it, I think for you know for what I had to work with and and for the actors and for the set, I mean. Seems like another one of those movies where they spent most of their money on boat rentals and things <laughs> like that. So it's like, I mean, I I think they did a really good job. I mean, the, the, the first the first explosion at sea I thought was really, really, really well done. Um, the creature itself, I mean, yeah, it was it was like guys in rubber suits. I get that. Um, but I think pretty well done. And just like hammering home that point of like, it's like, here's the guys, they just get murdered bloodily with these guys with these giant claws but then the same same time the guys with the giant claws could very deftly remove a bikini yeah. top and show you some boobs and not scratching um, skin another yeah so another awesome factor yeah so you know overall, overall for me i i'm i'm gonna love this movie forever and i'm I, and i'm not gonna be you know bashful about it i just love it <laughs> and humanoids from the deep is the best title the fact, yeah. like the version, I don't know if, I, I imagine it's the same monster. version, but how the title says monster in huge mm-hmm. text and then yep. in tiny letters in parentheses, it says humanoids <laughs> from the deep is so strange because I've only ever known the movie as humanoids from the deep. I've never Me too. known it as yeah. anything else. And monster is the most mm-hmm. generic possible title that you're gonna have a million movies come up if you research that yeah yeah it's like you're really like it's weird because 
you want your movie to stand out, and that's something Roger Corman would have known. And so naming the movie Monster over so a few generic. nights from the deep is a really weird I mean, weird you could be decision. watching a movie that you think is this, and you're like, when is Sir Charlize Theron going to meet the sea monster? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, no, yeah, definitely good movie. And I also just want to point out that these movies were really looked down on back in the day. These were like the sort of... B and C level movies that were like, yeah. oh, this is the trashy movie, not a real movie. But compared to today, trashy movie, yeah. B movies of the eighties and seventies are infinitely apart. better yeah. than than low budget, low tier movies of today. Where it's like, Humanoids from the Deep is a real movie, even yeah. though it's flawed and has its issues. But yeah, no, it's. The, it's actually like the editing and pacing is really good. No, everything about it. I thought the the, the setting was fantastic. I uh, I thought the the actors were selected were really great too. Like I even the fucking ventriloquist in a fucking tent on the beach. Like who the like that's just an added <laughs> level of entertainment that to a scene that's already entertaining. So it's uh it's it's got a lot of details and it's got a lot of uh, yeah it's a good movie. And how anybody could think that being a ventriloquist would get them laid is just mind-boggling. Yeah, <laughs> I've been, I've been sanded. I'm fine. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Yeah. When, when did I get a splinter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh my god. Right. We're pushing up on two hours. We're pushing I, up I, on two hours. I think it's, I think it's fair to say that we all love this movie, and now mm-hmm. that we are forty minutes over its runtime. Talking about it, um, yeah, I'm down. Humanoids all day long, twice on Sunday. Definitely, absolutely. But we'll never know if the humanoids come back to take care of the baby. They won't. We need a soft reboot. Uh, I think that I think that I think the humanoids from the deep are also absentee fathers. So probably definitely. not. But but that's okay because we're a civilized society. Yeah, exactly. She will you take know, care there of was a, uh, It sounds like we're put, wrapping it up. Little droppers. I forget. There was this mm-hmm. comic, a uh, uh, graphic novel series called Girls. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever read that? So No, but yes. there there was a Humanoids from the Deep sequel that was a comic. Oh. So in the, the comic that I'm talking about, and again, just going to unfairness, is that uh, so this uh, graphic novel series called Girls is about these aliens that come to Earth. And they, uh, it's the opposite of the humanoids from the deep, which is that they look like young, beautiful women and they gruesomely murder human women and mate with the dudes. But they look like gorgeous, beautiful human women, as opposed to the humanoids from the deep that look like fucking like sea monsters. (laughs) So you're saying they should look more like the creature from water, more... Sexy. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, come on, throw have, the bone, man. Have a six pack, like the or the shape of water. Shape of water, yeah. yeah the shape I'd of even water. take that. <laughs> See, I'm not. I'm not really seeing a difference between like being mesmerized by like the woman's figure as opposed to like the humanoid 18 inch penis. You see no difference. <laughs> I'm sorry. What? <laughs> you know what they say: long arms, long penis. <laughs> <laughs> Now they say if you if you've got big shoes, you probably have big feet. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it, it's the same thing. It's it's. I said it before. This movie is so hypersexual. I mean, like, um, I mean, 
there aren't too many scenes in this movie that are not hypersexual in one way or the other. But I also don't think that it's a bad thing because we're all people and we are all in some way, shape, or form hypersexual. And yeah, this movie showed us. Yeah, because you're not the one you know, getting raped by sea creatures, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. That's not that, that, Holly. Not what I meant at all. What I was talking about is, yes, it it shows us like what everybody thinks is like these perfect divisions and whatever else. And it, the reality is, most of us don't think that. You know, it's 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 what we've been taught to think. Okay. And we don't, but it isn't, I mean, I, I granted, if I'm watching a movie and I see a, like a nice pair of boobs, I'm going to go, Hey, nice boobs. Okay? I'm going to do that every time because I'm alive and my heart is beating. Okay. <laughs> Beyond that, it, it's not, these movies try so hard to show us what is the perceived like embodiment of perfection. And that's not what everybody thinks. It just isn't. You know, I mean, so, I mean, great. It's a movie, saw some boobs. I mean, that, that sells, it sells tickets. It does whatever else, but you know, when it comes down to like being a person and living your life, it's like, like for me, the person that's lying right next to me at night, which is my wife, which is who's the person that's been bringing me beer Aww. and doing whatever else. <clears throat> that's my, that's my perfection. Very okay? sweet. And I don't. But I'm still gonna. I'm when I see a movie and there's a nice pair of boobs, I'm still gonna go sweet, nice boobs. Because <laughs> I, it's what's wrong with that? I mean, it's not. I don't think, had it, a meatball I don't think it makes me, for me when I came to the show today. That's my yeah, perfection. Uh, <laughs> see, there you go. Exactly. So you understand what I'm talking about. So it's not. I, it, you know, movies are movies. Real life is real life, and it's it's, it's like super. It's super fun to talk about this stuff. I would just say. Like, I would, it would be nice if sometimes the rapey monsters were attractive. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, we did have like the... Well, but if they if they were, they wouldn't be called rapey monsters. <laughs> they just wouldn't. We did... First of all, consent is more complicated than that. <laughs> we did have that, that, that David. I don't, I don't think it is. They, they just would not be called rapey monsters. They'd be called Chippendales. Well, we did okay? have... Like, the, there so... was the, the Cronenberg like sex movie which kind of did that shivers. society yeah oh, no the uh what? no shivers, shivers yeah shivers. which we yeah, reviewed okay. where it was like the sexy sex at least <laughs> like trying to remember you what forgot was was i forgot it what can you remind me the apartment building with the young couple and everybody's oh, like yeah because it's like a sex virus like but creature. the sex virus affected everyone there were a couple that's of, what i'm like, saying like that's the movie scene. where Oh yeah, it kind of does was, that. It was like you know, even playing field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of went every direction. Mm -hmm. True. But yeah, no, it, it's a product of it. It's a movie of its time. It's the like. I will give you that. I mean, it's the you know he's making low budget movies and he's like, we got to get the butts in the seats. Got to have the boobs. Got to have the boobs. <laughs> yeah, what sells? Six. Six Blood. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, sex and blood are the two great nullifiers. So, sex mm -hmm. and sex and blood are, are what completely balances the playing field. If you have those two things, you can like, go over anybody will else, watch yeah. it. And even if you, mm -hmm. it, it will even if and, and you can say rom com, you can say mm -hmm. whatever else. Those those are the movies that like everybody will sit down and watch for one reason or another. And either it it leaves you in a place where you're wanting more, you're wanting less, or you're wondering what's around the corner. It just and does sex and blood works and on everybody. It's not just for guys, it's for women too. It also shapes our own idea of sexuality and our own concepts. So it's it's uh it's very right widespread for sure. Did you drink a six pack by mm -hmm. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
Well, thank you. Uh, well, thank you for camera. thank you for admitting <laughs> that, Holly, because <laughs> most women won't. <laughs> so that's outstanding. Most women will not admit that sex and blood cells. They just won't admit it. They're just like, no, I, I just want people to be romantic. Uh, well, I, yeah, to a certain extent you do, but at the same time, it's like sex and blood is well, what brings people to watch something. <clears throat> that's <laughs> that's kind of exactly it, right? Exactly. Yeah. Women know it's that like, too. Yeah, I got flowers. <laughs> I got. I got flowers. Where's the? You're like, yeah. thank it's you. Like, this is lovely. Time to break out Don't the whips and the chains and let's go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, if the mm-hmm. if the humanoids had flowers, that would probably have at least helped a little bit. A little bit. <clears throat> yeah. Would have made them a little less rapey. Yeah, if they showed up Don't with a little bouquet away. of daffodils Don't and was like, "Hey, by the way," and and then they magically made your top fly off and raped you on the beach. I then hate you anyway, with that bitch. Somehow, oh, yeah. <laughs> I have chocolates too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so humanoids from the deep. I think we all. I think we all love it. I think we'll probably all watch it again at some point. And I think we all wish it was maybe a tiny bit less rapey, but sign of the times. I think I made a lot of horrifying points in this show. I think I suggested that men get raped. I think I suggested that uh, the humanoids that are being rapey be more attractive. These are all horrible points of view. And they're mostly because I'm drunk and you know... trying to go for laughs. So... Let's put that. You know, I, I, I just want to point out, you know, Holly, Holly's looking for the equal opportunity rape. On oh. Twisted Tuesday, we're just looking for equal opportunity when it comes to oral sex and it yeah, being yeah. reciprocated. <laughs> yeah, you know what? As long as you don't bring a chainsaw out of the party, I'm pretty much down. So I, whatever, you know? Well, but even, I'm like, but I may have a tree that needs to be cut down. So maybe the chainsaw's okay. I don't know. I Yeah. Yeah. If you're, if you're looking for equal opportunity in horror, uh, to be perfectly honest, I think you need to look somewhere else. First of all, there's a couple um, of great movies that... Well, there, now they are, yeah. There's some new stuff that's kind of like yeah. doing that a little bit. The Descent was fucking awesome. <clears throat> nice. Well, go back go back, as, 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 go back to the movie Teeth. There you go, Teeth. I'm guessing everyone here has seen the movie Teeth, okay? That mm-hmm. was pretty fucking equal so opportunity. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, and there's mm-hmm. not enough of it. But it was pretty much like, hey, by the way, <laughs> I'm gonna rip your shit off when you're not looking. So, I mean, if there was if there was anything that was ever like trying to level a playing field, I think that was that. So, I mean, it, it does exist out there, and I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna defend the, you know, the late '70s, early '80s horror and and, and the, you don't have the tip to. factor. I mean, it's uh, like you were saying. Well, I can't because I can't. <laughs> That's the whole thing. I can't. I can't. I can't defend the tip factor. But I, I also, I also don't think that it's like terrible that. A little piece of me likes it. Well, I so. mean, they're mixing up a lot of things that you would like. You know, it's it's a uh, well. Let's not get into it. It's a whole long conversation. <laughs> but you know what I mean, right? I mean, <laughs> somebody's putting a gorgeous-looking person naked in front of you in a sexual context. They're giving you signals to like this, and then kind of not think that the other thing is so bad. You know, it's a whole programming thing. But it's but it's a again. Let's not get into it. It's a very long conversation, <laughs> and we've already been at this for mm-hmm. two hours. <laughs> Yeah, everyone just loves hardcore smut. That's exactly. all you need to know about sex exploitation movies. <laughs> and that's natural. All right. So, mm-hmm. so just as a reminder, next week we have Leviathan, uh, which was released in 1989, uh, directed by George B. Cosmatos. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen most of those movies. 
uh, in that wheelhouse or that subgenre. Uh, so it'll be good to revisit that one after. It's probably been since I was a kid. Was the last time I I watched it. So. <laughs> yes. Exciting. Yeah, I haven't seen it in ages, so it'll be interesting to see what it, what it, the deal is with it. I don't even remember. I know I've seen it, but I remember nothing about it. <laughs> Except that it's like the abyss. I remember that. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's not. Is like it not? Like the abyss? <laughs> that's that's okay. Isn't that's okay, John. That's totally Isn't okay. Like. <laughs> That's that's where the and similarities the stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. there's scientists. There's some scientists. Yep, I would agree with that. There's God, some scientists. I love me some yep. scientists and yeah. more. And a lobster. I'm pretty sure there's uh, like a lobster monster. Is there a lobster monster? Right. Uh, towards the end, kind of. Yeah. It's a it's a total practical effect and it's like not the best done, but at the same time awesomely done. So yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's there. <laughs> it's there. Yeah. Not until the surface. It's like mm-hmm. right at the end. So just, just save that, save that last long stroke right for the end, right where you can just, <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. I, I, it. I've seen that movie probably twelve, fifteen times. I've seen it definitely in the last two years because I've just always, it's it, it's in that uh, it's in the same vein as Deep Star Six. Right. So yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it's really heard. good, but it has Peter Weller, it has Peter Weller, Meg Foster. Um, oh, who else is in that? Uh, there's a lot of people in there that you'd like totally know. Um, you know, so it's yeah, it, no, it's awesome. It's an awesome. I movie. might be mixing up my memories with Deep Star Six because that's another one I saw but don't remember. Um, but I might be mixing it up. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, totally possible. Totally possible. We're good. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you're yeah. good momentarily. Yeah, my <laughs> phone's right now. Momentary blackout. <laughs> Dude, we just got the low battery warning on the... <laughs> oh. On our device. <laughs> so definitely not just my phone. <laughs> ah, yeah, okay. Well, uh, with that being said, let's wrap it up yeah, for tonight. Yeah. So I do want to thank everyone uh, for joining us here tonight on Handle with Scare. This has been episode 69 for Humanoids from the Deep. You know, perfect perfect kind of have a smut movie in, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was the one thing we nah, but I do this movie was mm-hmm. was sixty. Yeah, those humanoids were very selfish lovers. Totally. They were not <laughs> they were not givers. They were not they were takers. <laughs> yeah, that's that's kinda how that goes with that. Uh but I do want to thank Grindhouse again for joining us uh, this week. Yeah. And of course I'm joined as always by my co host Holly Hooch and John. And uh for now guys, we will see you next week when we're talking Leviathan. Y'all take care.